0: going to have to have a farmer three times every single day in your life. You go see a doctor maybe once a month, maybe once a year, dentist the same, your accountant, your solicitor, but you're going to need that farmer three times a day every single day. Never forget that. We're an important part of the whole system.
1: resistance chicks. We're your hosts, Lee and Michelle. It's Sunday. Sunday. January 28th, 2024. It is raining here. It will not stop (laughs) raining. I have seen no sun. I feel like I've been living in a dark cave. Depression may be setting in. I need the sun to shine once again. So I was looking at my hands. I don't think this has anything to do with the sun, but I'm like, I'm really pale I feel like I'm entering into one of those western states. It's not even, it's here's like, the problem like with Washington. us in winter right now. I'm just letting you guys know I'm having a personal grievance. Um, with winter? It's not winter. It's a, it's a icky non-spring. Mm. So spring, springs, and you normally get some sun, some mild temperatures. Yeah. We're hovering around 30, 38 degrees in rain. Yeah, it's really this could be snow. It can't be 38 degrees out there. It seems super warm. 38 to 40 degrees today. you're kidding. And it could be snow. And you yeah. know what snow brings me? Happiness. Happiness. You know what rain brings me? Sadness. Only when you can't do anything. You can't go outside. So I'm you just kidding. You know who kid- loves I, I, rain? Scott Kesterson. Like, he lo- Like, Oregon is, like, pretty rainy. And, like, he lives for it. So, like, when it's rainy, he's happy. Like, that makes him happy. Uh, technically, I like the rain in the spring. Okay. Right. Because it normally leads to green things. Right? right now, it's just leading to leading to dead nastiness and and not awesomeness. And I just would like to. I this is my beef with yes. the climatologists out there. <laughs> I do not personally remember in my lifetime rainy, rainy, icky Januarys. Okay. So we normally have this thing. It's called winter in Ohio. Right. It comes, it, it usually generally starts around, around December, December. Okay. Last through about February, Mm -hmm. beginning of March, and I have uh, so cold white things fall from the sky. Yeah, and we have to wear snow pants and wear gloves and Mm -hmm. things like that. And I go outside and I have these
2: really like to layer awesome
1: walks in the snow and Mm -hmm. the cold. I like it. I like the. I like my seasons. Me too. But what we have done here is we have made the color brown with the seasons. Right. It's like swamp with the the climate Mm -hmm. monstrosities. I just read today, and I am I, I am beyond. My my thoughts here. Did you know that the U.S. military messes with weather radar with this thing called chaff, and it's made up of aluminum and fiberglass shards, what? so that they drop it from the sky. No, and I looked this up to see if it was real, and it's absolutely real. Stop. So so whoever is the the the, the monster hitting the the um the shaft button. Well, there's a chaff button. Yeah. Is it chaff or chaff? Chaff. Chaff. C H A F F. Chaff in the wind. Yeah. Whoever is messing with the weather, stop it. You stop it. Because uh, you know what? Growing up, we had a semblance of normality. It was cold. I loved winter. I, I Whatever this is, it's called splinter. <laughs> it's not spring, <laughs> it's not winter. It's disgusting, and I want you to go back to your... Stop touching the buttons. <laughs> stop touching the buttons. I need you to stop. Put, put <laughs> the controllers down, blow up the machine, whatever you've got that creates the weather, that, that brings in the snow for oh Iowa. Gosh, we talked about yeah. this bomb cycle, right? <laughs> or whatever bomb it, cyclone. Whatever it was. Bomb cyclone, bomb cycle, whatever. And they brought in unseasonably cold. Yeah. And now it's unseasonably warm. Okay. So I, you know what? Um, I hate, you I people. love flannel and fleece sheets. You can get flannel, amazing flannel sheets from mypillow.com. Mm-hmm. I mean, phenomenal flannel sheets. I love my pillow. Not the weird sheets. stretchy kind, like legit. No, they're like <sighs> nice. They're like, like, like your grandma's. Like, when you would like, like, ch- ch- like you pull them and they're like. Like when you go tight. to your grandma's house and she's got the sheets. You the, know? She's got the sheets. She's got the sheets. Yeah, she's got the sheets. Well, you can't use these flannel sheets right now. You yeah, can't use them. I'm literally sleeping half naked. We've got this splinter, rain and winter, and, and and it's not fun, and it's disgusting, and I want you to go back to the drawing board. Here's the thing. You don't get to mess with weather for a caucus in Iowa. That's right. Dump uh gazillion uh, inches of snow and, and below you know, zero, tw- negative 20 wind chills. You know, I think um, a real, the real temperature in um, Kentucky was like negative 18. That doesn't happen. They were breaking all kinds of cold records just like a week ago. They were breaking the rules. Okay. So doing, with that, with the, and now they're just hovering, that, that moisture that they were hovering over the, the middle of the, the country with the cold temperatures mm-hmm. is stuck over Ohio because they weren't able to get the cold temperatures here. I don't know why. Yeah. So now it's stuck here over in Ohio. And, and I, I honestly wouldn't want, what I don't want weather manufactured snow either. Right. Because that can be dangerous. Right. So if you've got weather manufactured snow and it's dumping like twenty inches and it's weather manufactured and you're not ready for it and it's not and it's not normal, that's not good either. Just leave the weather alone. Stop, stop touching it.
2: it. And stop you know what? Touching
1: I'm, the weather. Stop it. Don't stop don't, it. I what, it. I know what I know what life used to be it. like in Ohio and you have changed it. You changed. And for life. the worse. Yes. And I need you to stop right now. You're not. You, you're drunk. Okay, you're drunk on climate changing power. So here's, you know what I think. What? They keep talking about climate change. Yeah. And the reason they're doing it is to cover up the fact that they they're are changing the, the climate. climate. It is. And they always accuse you of what they're guilty of. Yes, they do. So every time now, every time somebody mentions climate change and they ask me if it's real, I'm going to say, heck yeah. Yeah. They are changing the climate every single day. This is the daggum hunker Games. It is. They got they got like a storm coming in of winter over here. I'm so they got sick of a it. flood of blood over here. <laughs> they've got, you know, oil coming from the sky over here. Okay? And then they've got manufactured beasts coming at us. Okay? <laughs> they have I I am, you know what? Somebody get the arrow out. <laughs> Shoot it. <laughs> Shoot it. Shoot it. Those <laughs> rockets. Elon Musk, what are you doing? <laughs> Shoot. Shoot the, the hover dome. Elon has to know what they're doing. Like, he knows. He you knows think they're doing You think this. his rocket went through that? They opened it for him. Uh, they opened the dome. They did. <laughs> they opened the dome so his rocket could go through and then they closed it again. That's right. The dome. Liz being facetious. Nope. <laughs> How well are they controlling the weather? You know what they all we always say watch the movies and they're going to mm-hmm. tell you what they're doing and they are doing that. So if you haven't seen the Hunger Games, they, they you know they put these people in and they fight to the death and then they in the la- one of the last ones they had like this, the different sections and they all have different like weather crazy weather you know things they have to in their little wedges in their little like, wedges and, and I'm it's what's happening Ohio is in a, a rain wedge and I'm feeling it. <laughs> Okay, stop in. giving the wedgie. Stop giving the there rain wedge. Comes. Turn it off. That's your world news. We're, well, here's the thing. It all gums together. It does. It, gums. All. it all gums okay. together. It <laughs> all gums together. I actually thought maybe you m- just kind of rolled. No, we got it.
3: No, I, was, we I all said heard come. The gums.
1: I said come. I said come. Oh, Abigail says, literally, I need sunshine once again. Alan says, welcome to England. Warm, grey. Cold, gray, damp, gray, wet, gray, windy, gray, foggy, gray, and um, what, no, no, he no, no, uses no. A, an abbreviation for curse word here, uh, <laughs> and so-and-so okay. knows what to expect in the afternoon. No, no, let me tell you the difference. That's your normal, <laughs> okay? Y'all have your normal. God made you that way, okay? So you embrace it because guess what? You know what you get as a result? lush green grass and whales and your, your sheep are happy. Your, that's not what's happening here. We've had a deluge of six inches of rain in this month. So Tag, God bless you, he puts in here, literally, uscode.house.gov, Chapter 9A, Weather Modification Activities or Attempts Reporting Requirement. Mm. Okay, so... um this is part of the code. Like they know that this is. They're doing it. This is not just. Look up. Ch- look. Up it's l- literally in the U.S. House Code for weather modification. I'm just perusing this right here. No, no. Th- this is this is this is important. Chaff on the radar. Uh, this is from the National Weather Service. Service in 2016. Chaff on the radar. What is this happening? So you're allowed to do it. I love this part. No person may engage or attempt to engage in any weather modification activity in the United States unless he submits to the secretary such reports with respect thereto. No, no, in no. such form and containing such information as the secretary may rule, uh, may by rule prescribe, the secretary may require that such reports be submitted to him before, during, or after any such activity or attempt. You got to get yourself a permit. <laughs> you got to get yourself a weather. No, this is from uh, Wilmington in North Carolina. I know we're doing reward news, but this is insane. Uh, Wilmington meteorologists in Thank 2016 you, had their hands full during the afternoon of April 22nd, 2016, as several waves of showers and thunderstorms moved across eastern, north, and South Carolina. Um, another interesting aspect of the event was uh, was what at first appeared to be an area of rain near Southport, North Carolina, which later moved north across Wilmington. At least one person called our office while checking the radar on his phone, asking how, us how much rain we expected to fall in Wilmington over the next hour. Typically, dark green to yellow colors on radar means moderate rainfall rates. How do you, but there's no rain at all. Weather uh, radar works by transmitting special radio waves from a large dish antenna, then listening to see what waves are bounced back. Excuse me. So, what is he? Chaff is the name given to tiny glass fibers. No covered in aluminum metal Get developed out. by the British and the Germans independently of course it was. oh I just have this great idea to show to put fiberglass in the atmosphere in World War II. Its purpose is to confuse enemy radar to make it more difficult to detect aircraft during wartime. It is dropped by airplanes and spreads widely as the wi- with the wind as it falls. It is often used offshore during local military training exercises. The Northwest uh, meteorologists note its appearance on radar several dozen times a year off of Cape Fear. Oh. Although chaff may look similar to rain and radar reflectively, it appears very different in some of the new radar products added. So you can you can literally see that this stuff, they're dropping it from the sky. Look this is not okay. This is not okay. You don't get to do this. You do not get to do this. Stop it. Stop dropping it. fiberglass fiberglass from this was in 2023 in july 8th they thought it was a swarm of grasshoppers swarm of grasshoppers on weather radar was actually reflective material from nevada air force base really that's nice to know salt lake city what was believed to be a swarm of grasshoppers was really just chaff dropping (laughs) from the sky oh my gosh where did you find that Hmm. Oh, no. Well, those are grasshoppers. They thought they were grasshoppers, but it really just chaff. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so we're moving on to world radar. I hate these people. Did you so. just say world radar? World radar. Mm-hmm. World radar. What's on the radar for the world, Leah? <sighs> the farmers. Farmer and Michelle. The farmers have, have united around the world. So in the UK, uh, there's a, a a wonderful British uh, farmer in Wales. His name is Gareth. Wayne and Jones. And he has been... Um, He's, he's really popular. He's got millions of followers on YouTube. And he's been talking about the plight of farmers and the kind of government um, push against farmers in Scotland. They wanted to cull, I think, like 300,000 cows um, to get rid of... Um, I think theirs was the CO2, mm-hmm. climate change things. So the... the British farmers just this week have launched a campaign called No Farmers, No Food. And we're going to talk about Germany. We're going to talk about Poland. And Michelle, I think if you start on this one, we just can run through all of these. I got up, I did my job, I took care of my customers, rain, snow, and shine. Marty, a lifelong rancher who leads operation at Merriworth Farms, USA. At least this is a farmer in the USA, That new farmer. So if you want to go to Twitter, you want to follow them, it's called No Farmers, No Food. And uh, they're they're standing up for all farmers around the world, but particularly uh, in Britain. You have so many up from them. I'm struggling to find that specific one. Can I just start with any one of them? Sure, I okay. it's uh, they start I start a line of them after I know after Russell they're not all from there they're what? all there right after Russell all right here we go mm-hmm. this is the one Got it. yep in all fairness you were on the Neil Oliver one and that's the one that I grabbed just so just saying no you can you, you don't, don't pick there. don't pick up a thing until I until I give you a cue but then but you were telling me it's taking too long and so I'm trying to be ahead uh, but I didn't have it up okay. It wasn't the right one. Really trying to. Do- I can't talk and do that at the same time. See, we got a new system. If you haven't it's noticed. A great system. And, and I really can't roll with it. I'm trying. You are. Doing I am a trying great job. to roll with it. You're doing a great job, Leah. I'm my, really uh, proud of you. I, I would just want you to plug me in. I know. In all my spare time, I will do that. Mm-hmm.
4: What motivates you to keep doing? Sense of pride. Sense of pride. Yep. And, and knowing that I got up, I did my job, I took care of my customers. Rain, snow shine. I I you know we doctor sick ones. They're they're pampered. This is not a bad way of life for an animal. It's what pays our bills. Yeah, it's a sense of pride, a sense of accomplishment, a sense of, it's like when somebody grows a garden, they, they, they till the ground, they plant the seed, and when, when they actually get a pick their bounty, self-worth. Look what I did. This is the same thing, just on a lot larger scale.
1: I love that. No, that was really good. I love good. that so much. That's you know, a- and I feel that, actually, because I do farm, mm-hmm. right? And I grow my own food. And I'm here. Um, and then I also raise animals. And mm-hmm. it is this, I can testify, it's the same feeling. Mm-hmm.
5: It's a Sunday and I'm here at this lovely little farmer's market over in Victoria Park in Hackney. They've got these all around the country, obviously, as we know. Uh, All this lovely food uh, from small individual producers. I love big producers as well as it happens, but... um, Many of the prices are being impacted by what's going on with the supermarkets, and we know that the impacts of net zero are being very damaging. That's why I'm supporting No Farmers, No oh, Food. Wow. You should as well. Let's all get amongst it and make sure our voices are heard All together, stronger and louder.
1: So this is, I believe, this was actually uh, in the UK right now. And mm-hmm. we don't really have farmers markets yeah. at all during <clears> the winter, or it's just the it's just when you're producing. But, you know, farmers, um, are they're baking with their goods. They've put up their goods. And in the U.S., each state has different rules on what you can sell. In Europe, you can sell a lot more. There's yeah. a lot of canned goods and a lot of fresh-baked uh, goods. Like a, You cannot sell a pumpkin pie to someone. In the United States, without being inspected and blah, 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 you can't sell a stinking pumpkin pie. You can't sell a lemon meringue pie. I know. Okay. You can There, you can't, you're not supposed to be selling um, kimchi and sauerkraut. Right. It's insane. Okay. Next video. This is not a video. It's just this is what comes okay. up next. Okay. So uh, 7,000 acres of prime agriculture and land being lost to solar solar panels. Villagers vent their anger over plans for one of Europe's largest solar farms to be built across 7,000 acres in Nottinghamshire. This is not okay. This is not okay. If you need this much energy from the sun, then every single house, this is what you do. You put a solar panel at every house. Sure. You don't create and, and take a prime farmland and p- to put it into solar panels. It's ugly. It's disgusting. It's wrong. And Earth, the earth will hate you for it. <laughs> and you know what happens? I've seen the movies when the earth fights back. You that better house, watch out. Watch out. The earth so, is going to fight back supermarkets are the worst thing to ever happen to farmers. At at first it was the best thing yeah, because you could conglomerate together and you could sell all of your stuff and it didn't have to lie to waste. You could um, come up with customers and and it was actually not a bad thing. And in some European, small European nations, it's actually a good thing. So um, I remember when we were, we would get raw milk and uh, Mm -hmm. a lot of the people were from Bulgaria Mm Mm-hmm. And the one of the ladies there was telling me that when she was growing up, mostly when she got to America, I think she was in her 30s. Okay. But up until she had uh, she lived in Bulgaria, she said, I could not believe that you could get carrots and potatoes year round.
3: In the grocery store.
1: Yeah. She said that we... Because we grow hothouses, we travel, our, we, we, we transport our food. The, tr- the food is mostly transported yeah. from other parts of the nation because we have... America is just such a large country yeah, that we have all um, almost all climates. Exactly. Right? So you can pretty much grow carrots it's somewhere in the world. It's somewhere in the, in the country, right? Right. So, but in Bulgaria, if you needed to um, get your root crops, she said everyone had a cold cellar. Mm-hmm. And everyone bought their potatoes and their and their onions and their carrots and everything uh, root crop wise. Uh, they bought it and they put it in their root cellar. Yeah. And that's what they did. OK. Um, so and those kind of uh, supermarkets are helpful. Mm-hmm. It's more like a farmer's market on mm-hmm. steroids. Yeah. OK. What's, what's happened with our supermarkets is we know that, um, for instance, apples. They make. They have encouraged farmers to grow tasteless, Ugh, long know, shelf, worst. lasting, shiny apples. It's it's and a they very taste w- weird thing to bite into an apple that literally doesn't have any flavor, and you start to think like, is there something wrong? It with used me? to be called Red Delicious. Used to be called uh, Red Delicious because it was a good, decent apple.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I remember um, our neighbor next door had a Red Delicious apple tree. Mm-hmm. Made the best applesauce. It was a good apple. A little tart, just a really good apple. It was an apple. And now I won't touch the red delicious or the green delicious or whatever the green delicious. the ones that they put the green ones that are, are the Granny Smith not the Granny Smith the other green ones the plain green ones there's a plain green one okay and then there's a red delicious and they're both disgusting um, so here here we have farmers are receiving uh uh desert uh, what, is that? what is that word Derisory revenues on their products from supermarkets yet supermarkets food prices continue to rise so they're getting less money. And the supermarkets are making more money. I know Kroger is making tons of money. Like right now, it's like a an dollar and apple showing or record profits. It was more than
5: that. I know.
1: Yeah, it's two bucks at least two bucks an apple. Could you imagine? This is what I think about the apples at the grocery store are like two ninety nine, a dollar 99 a pound. Mm-hmm. So you literally, if you have a family of five, you're it's like ten dollars to give everybody an apple a day. And little Debbie's are way cheaper. But so this is what I and little Debbie's are way cheaper. Yeah, you can give everybody in your family a little Debbie for a dollar. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's why people are obese, particularly in America. Uh, we had some friend of ours who had five apple trees in the front of their yard. And they had enough apples for all year long. And they made applesauce. and made all kinds of stuff. Why is it when we're talking about climate change, we're not telling everybody, you need an apple tree? Yeah. I have one pear tree. And then I will tell you this. Um, I have not been successful in growing apple trees. Down the street... Apple tree farm does great. There was an apple tree tra- farm right around the, around the corner for me. Uh, you may not know this, but it was very mm-hmm. interesting. My county was they, literally no one knows this. You're was, saying you may not know this. Like Was literally I might have like they, I might have said oh, okay, it okay. before okay. on the show. Um was literally the fruit capital of America. Yeah. Like uh, about 100 years ago. The fruit capital of America. And then not the, California. the very last fruit tree farm that we had essentially. In I think there's area. actually one more. I think there's Pringles. Um, well, there's five in uh, it kind of like in, in a driving distance, mm-hmm. but in, in like right down the street, we had yeah. several f- yeah. fruit farms, and it just shut down a few years ago. They they literally. Oh, don't say it. They killed them all. They pulled all they the trees pulled out of the ground. There must all. have been hundreds of those apple it trees. It was Rouster's apple farm. It was it's right so down sand. the street, five minutes from my house, and they and it was ice. The trees screamed. It was awful. It's time for governments to act. And I don't feel like necessarily it's time for governments to act. What I want is governments out. That's good. This is their uh, logo here. Our Farms. I just showed them that one. Your Food Supporting Farmers. And this is a Spanish farmer. uh, Sick and tired of seeing farmers abandoning their lands. So let's bring this this guy up.
6: Hello. My name is Ismael. I'm a young farmer from Spain. Hmm that is suffering all this farming crisis that is happening in all over Europe. I'm here in another orange field that has been abandoned, that's been dragged. I'm going to start to drop some wood for home. This is so sad for us. And yeah, we're fed up with all this European legislation and bureaucracy that is killing us. We can keep farms. We can... We have to... We have to change words change lives, and people are being abandoned, mm. lands, so, yeah, it's time to move on. Uh, we're supporting all the protests that are happening in, in all over Europe. Mm. In Spain, we're going to start very soon to move, because we are sick of all this. We don't need more words. We just need facts, and this has this have to change right now, because there's no other way to, to keep going like this. Thank you.
1: Wow. All right, we stand with you, brother. The food that you eat every day, thank a farmer, grown and bought to you by a farmer, whatever the weather. Breaking news, due to the cold weather and snow, there will be no farms closed. Each and every farmer will be out in blistering cold, blowing wind, tending their livestock. They will be praying for their machinery to work, non-frozen waterers, and warm, healthy animals. If you know a farmer or if you ate yesterday, plan to eat today, thank uh, and pray for your farmers. And I would say become one, right? Exactly. So this is a just kind of a um, a good morning to you, bora day. Good morning. Uh, it's seven days a week as a farmer, as a way of life, not a job to keep food affordable. And this is real farming, by the way. We have factory farming around the world, uh, spe- specifically here in America. And I love our American uh, farmers, but this is their way of farming is not um, this way of farming. Okay. Uh, we need to get back to animal-based husbandry. We need to grow grass again. We need to make our, our fields great again.
0: But you're going to have to make him big. have a farmer three times every single day in your life. You go see a doctor maybe once a month, maybe once a year. Dentist the same. Your accountant. Your solicitor. But you're going to need that farmer three times a day, every single day. Never forget that we an important part of the whole system of
2: life. He
1: ends it. it just, mm-hmm. They cut him off. I don't know why, but, um, it, and he's so right there. Mm-hmm. We, you, we miss this. And this is why Leah just said, become your own farmer. Mm-hmm. Yes. We need to thank our farmers. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not going to take mm-hmm. away from that. No farms, no food. That's why we're showing it to you. It's really awesome. That being said, we shouldn't be as dependent on, um, these giant farms mm-hmm. as we are. Mm-hmm. Everybody should be their own little farmer. Everyone. Everybody should have some chickens. Everybody should be raising enough food to ferment and have salads at least. Mm-hmm. You know, you may not be able to grow your own wheat. You may not be able to grow, uh, you know, all of your own, you know, whatever bigger type crops. Yeah, but like everybody can do probably their their year's worth of tomatoes. Every yeah. Can I do this one because I have it? Queued okay, up. go ahead. I'm trying to stay ahead of you, Leah.
0: I would love your support. I would love your help. We have nearly got two and a half million followers across the board on different social media platforms. What we would like to do would be to share your stories. So if you're a farmer, a fisherman, a gamekeeper, you know, small businesses, bakeries, greengrocers, fishmongers, send us a a video we have got a platform where we can share what we're doing and we can bring in public support for this fantastic country and for the industry that lives off the land or lives off the sea people are working hard to feed people and the businesses especially rural businesses are struggling mainstream media isn't sharing the stories what's happening across Europe as the farmers and the, you know the other people are out there protesting fighting for their livelihoods fighting for their businesses fighting for their future for their children to work the land or to fish the seas so please if you anything you want to share send it to me and we will put it onto our different platforms and share that as much as possible.
1: Gareth has such a huge following and I'm glad mm-hmm. that he's, it's like I'm using my power for good. And that one's first, that one's first, yeah. Jenkins so this particular Ment- video, he was making, he was warning in 2020 about what was happening in Welsh farms in farmland, and farmland and hoping to get, you know, people involved again.
0: And to take a phone call with Wendy Jenkins from Mentor Business to talk okay. about uh, the future of welsh agriculture and um, there were some good questions and um i've answered them very honestly and given my opinion on where i see the future of welsh agriculture going and i think it's important that we all take the time um to put our piece of information into Welsh governments so hopefully they'll listen and take bits and pieces from every side of the industry so we can move forward for a sustainable food production in Wales for the future and uh, really I'm hoping that we can attract more young people into the farming sector into agricultural and all different types of jobs, and as well that there's an opportunity for entrepreneurs and young people to see the future of farming, tourism, and uh, food and drink in Wales as a very positive thing. So thank you very much for the opportunity, and uh, let's hope that we can all work together for a future in farming for the next generation in Wales.
1: So there's, there's a big difference between um, American farming, which is, by and large, uh, large, if you want to make any money, you've got to have thousands of acres, yeah. and you're planting corn and soybeans, and you are and you have um, hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt to combines. Oh, it's so dead. it's so What bad. we're talking about, what Wales and Great Britain is talking about when they're talking about farming, yes, they have farms, and mm-hmm. yes, they do grain. But uh, what he's talking about uh, in Wales, particularly, is farming of sheep and cattle, um, and it doesn't take a huge amount of um, the the down payments with the 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 combine. Put it put it into perspective, and this is where you know the largeness comes into play. The UK is roughly the size of Ohio. Yes. Okay. So of course their farms are going to be able to be more sustainable more local based, like because the entire nation, all of the farmers are gonna fit in Ohio, right? Like mm-hmm. for what you need, even population wise, the amount of mm-hmm. food that you actually need to feed people is not as much. Here in the United States, what for some that reason- what, is, what does that say about us? We should in Ohio be able to produce all of what we need for Ohio. 100%. We We, we have great weather. We have perfect weather yeah. to be able to farm and to be able to raise animals mm-hmm. and to be able to provide everybody in Ohio with their foods and their needs. Every but, state should be doing that. Yeah. I mean, maybe New Mexico and Arizona kind of have some issues. But yeah. I mean, by and large, <laughs> every state should be doing we, that. The climate changers say that you we don't want you to use uh, fossil fuels. We don't want you, Well, that's the trucking industry. Okay, so you're trucking things all over the country. Right. When you don't need to, because of what we talked about before, the GDP. Mm-hmm. I don't want a large GDP. I don't want, as far as it calls, you know what I do? I would love a large, gross, domestic product, but not connected to money. Yeah, exactly. You can be producing everything that you need. And when it is necessary, you do import Polish chocolate. <laughs> That's good. Uh, John says... James 5, 4, indeed, the wages of the laborers who mowed your fields, which you kept back by fraud, cry out, and the cries of the reapers have reached the ears of the Lord. Yes, we're not paying them. We are certain, there is not, we are not paying farmers enough. We have inverted everything. The bankers take home everything, Mm -hmm. and the farmers who work the hardest, who, you know what, guys, if you knew Gareth, you'd pay him a decent amount of money for whatever he's growing. Yeah. Okay? And we should be we should be treating each other on on an equal basis. Michelle, yeah. you grow something, I grow something. I treat you the way I I would want to be treated. I'm gonna pay you. I'm not gonna try to rip you off. I'm not gonna try to get a deal from you. Isn't okay. That, and 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 we live in this mindset of everybody's trying to undercut somebody. Like I want to get it. something from you that you know I want to pay you what this is worth because then I will value it. Yeah, and I value you. Exactly. The problem is we're all trying to look for that deal. And, mm-hmm. you know, our friend uh, Catherine made us some pilgrim costumes, oh pieces. Christ, She's so making good. us a whole pilgrim costume. We should have and she them made down us, and put them on. And she made us some pieces and out of real linen with real linen thread that every single thread she had to wax. Because I guess linen thread, if it's shreds. not waxed, shreds. When you're sewing it, yeah. And she hand sewed it. And that is so incredibly valuable. Hours and hours. You couldn't buy that. You couldn't, you couldn't, I could not pay her enough. I would have to trade her Mm -hmm. hours of work for something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you can't pay somebody for that. Right. You know, it's, 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 you just can't. So we need to get back to, maybe I can't pay you. Maybe I have to trade you for something because Mm -hmm. that's just too valuable. Well, and I think also we have gotten so um, entrenched, and I hate this, in hourly wages. Yes, yes. Okay. Because, and I get it. I get that. Oh, Michelle, you don't understand. You know, Jesus paid. He said, "I'll pay you this," and then at the end of the day, everybody gets paid the same. Mm-hmm. I get an hourly wage, but when you get locked into that, mm-hmm. everything changes, right? Because it's not a. You're not. It's not just time. Mm-hmm. Because the the trash guy, yeah, doing the same like doing the same job as somebody doing like you could be spending an hour being like a you know security guard doing absolutely nothing, just sitting there versus a very heavy manual job that's gross. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, Michelle, then they get paid more. Okay, fine. But what we have done is we have reduced ourselves down to the lowest common denominator of your time is worth money. Mm-hmm. Instead of it just being a labor-based, mm-hmm. you know, or or a value-based thing. That you get the job done today. It's like school right. for kids. This is what they do. we do for kids. You have to be in school for eight hours. Well, what if I get it done in three? Well, you have to be there. That's retarded. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, and Twitter said I'm allowed to use that word again. Oh, you are? We're using retarded again. No, we're not. It just said, yeah. The people are, it's all I, over It's whiplash. Eggs are bad for you. Eggs are good for you. Eggs are bad for you. They're good for you. They're bad for you. They're good for you. Eggs are good for you. Stop believing all of the flip-flopping. Okay. Do you have Bowler Hat Man on? Uh, he's okay. ready to go. All right, let's hear him.
5: Good morning, everybody. Good it's Mark morning. here from the ARC Project. Shh, sh- and Just pick Produce. I just wanted to touch base with you today on something really, really important. I know you're thinking, where's the hat gone? And why has he got a bowler hat on? You're thinking, ah, it's because it's his birthday. No, it's not. (laughs) It's because today, I mean business. Something very serious is about to occur in the UK and we're running out of food. The British farmers cannot produce food at the price they are supplying into the packers and into the supermarkets. That needs to change, and it needs to change fast. There's a campaign coming out to support our British farmers. It's a simple campaign. No farmers, no food. And that is a chilling thought. Mm. Imagine getting up this morning, you can't have your cup of coffee, you can't have your cereal, at lunchtime. Just give a thought to what goes into producing Mm. that food on your plate. You're gonna sit down tonight maybe, have dinner, have a beer, Just imagine, no farmers, none of that's gonna happen.
2: Mm.
5: Guys, if you've been following me this week, you'll know that I've put up lots of logos. I've asked you to share them. You've done brilliantly. We have had thousands upon thousands of shares across the networks of Facebook and Twitter and all sorts. Today I'm gonna ask you for something very special. I know, it's my birthday. I don't want a card, I don't (laughs) want a present, I want your help. Mm. Your help to support the British farmers. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put up a new logo that someone's designed for the campaign. I want you to share it far. I want you to share it wide. I'm also going to put up some links for the new Twitter page what has gone up to support the campaign. Did you have the little? If you've got a Twitter account, then Mm. please, please like it, share it, and get on board.
1: The little yellow one. No farmers,
5: no food. I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to be part of that. I want to be part of a healthy, environmental campaign where farmers are supported by the British government and the public. Let's get together, guys. Let's get behind the farmers and let's make sure we're still here next
7: year. Thanks, guys. Bye
2: bye. Oh, that was really good. So So their little
1: logo—it's um—you said it's on. It's just well, you can bring it up. It's called "No Farmers, No Food" on Twitter. Okay. And no farmers, no food. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. How do you get a chihuahua up? Oh my gosh, Leah. <laughs> Got her. <laughs> oh my goodness. She just kind of So, I'm going to I'm going to pull up their their just their their Twitter page. So you're getting, if you are on Twitter, you can go and follow them and share their content. I mean, maybe they're on other platforms as well like Facebook, but so far everything seems to happen on Twitter. And, yes, I'm still going to call it Twitter. I'm not calling it X. Although, you know what I think, Leah, Mm -hmm. is a complete aside. I think that he changed it to X because God told him to um, because of the solar eclipse. Oh, maybe, maybe. There it is. There it is. No farmers, no food. I love it. It's a really good logo. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's very simple. It's straightforward. It's very Mm eye-catching. I really like it. No farmers, no food. Now, one could argue, one could say, well... If you grow your own food, then you don't need a farmer, okay? But then you are a farmer. Mm -hmm. So there you are. All right, so let's go uh, over to Canada. And we're going to jump a little bit around the world because the Canadians are back in style. They're back. (laughs) They're back. Okay. Um, Here we have – so actually, we're going to go to France first. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, The Canadians are back. It's world whiplash. I know. It's world – well, Canadians, uh, they actually are kind of French. They speak okay. French, yes. Yeah, you good know, point. so a way to recover. I know, right? <laughs> good job. All right, so here we have the farmers in France lined up, hundreds of tractors in protest to uh, Le Tonquay um, on Lake. Uh, well, is that how he said it? On Le Tonquay Beach, where uh, okay. President uh, Macron no has a holiday house, so they literally put tractors on the beach on this beach. Uh, on Macron's vacation beach. That is so many tractors. That's hilarious that they did that. How on did they vacation get there? Beach. That's yeah. a lot of work. You guys, you guys, I don't know if you have any idea how much work it takes. Here we have French farmers bring out a flock of sheep in the center of. Oh, this drag so great. Dragoon. Gun, gun-nan, France in protest <laughs> against the government. <laughs> I'm not even going to try. <laughs> Dragoon- the other one gun-nan-nan. I can help you with. I don't think I can help you with this one. So, uh, hello, you know, she. Scott speaks French. Je 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 go little, go little, a known fact about Draguna. this very strange man. How about Jagugana? Just say if you here's the deal if you don't know how to say it, say it fast. With a little That's good. Dragugana.
2: Dragugana. That's a little Russian.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. But no, I want to keep watching the sheep. I mm. mean, this is great. The, the, out of all the things that they've done so far, mm. this one made me the happiest. You know, they're dumping manure. Oh, they right. are, but this one hurts my soul. Hang on. This okay. next one hurts my soul. Like, I don't even know what to think right now. Okay. Truckers are now dumping foreign wine transportations in solidarity towards French oh, vineyard no, farmers no. who are getting. <laughs> okay. We're back. Are we back? back do you back, back, do you back, back, would you back, like back, me to back, start back, back, another back, back. stream for Facebook? I'm happy to do that. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I'm gonna start another. We're gonna we do are another farming. stream for Facebook. Although I'm so sorry. I'm we 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 are getting in I'm just gonna get a new computer, guys. I'm so so sorry. It's one of those things where you don't want to get a new computer after four or five years, but here we go. We are we are getting a new mo- um desktop. It's just not
3: thank not you for worth your patience anymore. and
1: thank you for staying. We mm-hmm. had a couple of Issues, with your tissues. <laughs> Farmers have more issues than with their tissues. Let me tell you what. Um, when I bring up this video, they are, they're, they're, they're dumping wine, foreign wine. I can't even believe that. By the way, because in solidarity, because there, here's, here's the thing. Do you know in the EU, you can't just be what you want to be. I know. You know what I mean? Like, in, 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 remember that army slogan: Be all that you can be. be. In the army, mm-hmm. you don't get to be whatever you want to be in France. Right? It's it's basically communist, or in the in the European Union, because if there are too many vineyards, I know, then you can't. Be, you, don't you, can't to, you don't get to you don't, be don't a get vineyard. to be a v- winemaker, right? A vinter. <laughs> okay? Right. You don't get to be a cheesemaker, right? You don't get to be a shoe. Well, you know what? They can bring all that junk over from China.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You can bring up bring over anything but China. But if you make something in the European Union, forget it. What's up right. with that? You can bring over anything from from what I understand. They got all the cheap China goods. Yeah, you know what I mean. They do, but you can't. But you can't be whatever you want to be in the European Union. Like it really bothers me when it when it comes to farming and again farming being a um, the inculcation of. Animals and food Mm, and mm -hmm. wine and and all of the things. Cheese, right? You can't be a cheese maker. Well, this particular protest is uh, because of regulations and taxations connected to net zero. mm -hmm. This net zero. They need to all these are these people need to be caught up in a net in the net (laughs) of their own demise. So there's a scripture for that. Mm hmm. May they be caught up in their it's, own we net. We read it last night with Scott mm-hmm. Kesterson, yeah, uh, praying for the convoy, and it was it's Psalm 35. It's my favorite psalm. Here you go. This isn't this. If this doesn't like rent your soul.
5: Vendel sans nom, il y a des tomates de partout, des bouteilles de vin, des bottles de champagne, tout ça de choses vidées complètement donc the donc, direction in
2: the uh, box Nîmes. Boxes? <laughs> <laughs> oh in the UK we all need to unite and insist robustly
1: for Democrat democratic accountability particularly around net zero we have local democracies hijacked by a few green billionaires it's this is that's what it is you're hijacked You're hijacked. You are high-hijacked. All right, scroll over um, about four or five. Let's go over here. I'm going to translate this post. Announcement. Just now of the launch of the Paris blockade this Friday. Remember that according to the ADEME report, Paris only has three days of food autonomy. So what they were trying to do, I'm not sure if it's this Friday or last Friday or this coming Friday, they want to uh, blockade the city oh, so that wow. they can't get food, and and then they only have enough food for three days. It, you know, I can't help but think of like Les Mis and the the various you know times in history where the mm-hmm. French have mm-hmm. starved. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is not; it's not always been good in France, mm-hmm. food wise. Mm-hmm. So. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. I'm, I'm just praying for the French. <laughs> I'm not really sure where to go from there. I'm like, just I'm praying for all you French people. You're you special kind of people, right? If you uh, bring up this one, this one uh, has gone viral. This is several over here. The French are have been, they've been, they've been, um, they've been offloading a little manure. They uh, so there's several from Peter Sweden. Hang on, give me one second. And I will find it. So the French farmers uh, were spraying manure on government buildings in protests. You know, and here's the thing. There, this is actually a very um, non-aggressive mm-hmm. way of protesting mm-hmm. and very effective because there are people that are totally grossed out by manure. Now you and I actually wouldn't be. This wouldn't be the thing that you would do to get Leah and I to do a thing if you were, were really trying to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And most of us would just be like, "Nah, it'll it'll rain away," you know. But these people, oh no, they're like, it's like they would have like that gag mm-hmm. reflex mm-hmm. type thing, like, like you know, yeah. like, How dare you? I mean, this is probably the most monstrous thing that you probably could do. Well, they also. Um some, I believe they set some bales of hay uh, and, and it looks to be exploding I don't this is where it gets newer. a little bit scary I'm not yeah, sure, I mean is, fire is dangerous fire is one of those things that's uncontrollable so I'm like okay, I am when not, we start setting stuff on fire I'm not exactly convinced, no I'm you know, actually just reporting this on this, I am just reporting I'm just, we're just here for the reporting. I don't know how um, how effective this is at all <laughs> we'll watch it again because it does kind of an ick it. Mm-hmm. Wait, 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 watch this. Oh, um, what was that anyway? Like, was it really an explosion? It seemed to have type been type of thing. It seemed to have been. It seemed to have been, you know. They're fed up. And you know what? This is the this is kind of really fun for me. We play this one right? Mm-hmm. When farmers get mad. Like I wanna mm-hmm. just title a whole video like when farmers mm-hmm. are fed up, right? Mm-hmm. This is this is where this is what it comes to when when the ammo that you have to use against your enemy is farm equipment and manure and bringing your animals to blockade the street like the sheeps, mm-hmm. the sheeps, the sheepy, then you know it's a little kind of fun. I you the know sheeps, the sheeps okay, so here we have Gareth again. what's he gonna mm-hmm. say? Um, he is at the uh, the Welsh Butcher's Shop of the Year in 2023, Artisan uh, Butcher and Deli, Specialist Sausage and Pie Maker, Welsh oh Lamb gosh. and Beef Supermarket yeah. Range so at the fun. Welsh Butcher. Hey,
0: we Just popped into our local butcher. Come on, introduce yourself well, now. Well, How are you doing, Matt? You okay? I'm very good. And what have you given us today? We've given you some uh, lovely barbecue
5: ribs, mince steaks. We've got fantastic stir-fries. Beef she can stay
0: for the weekend. Yeah, he watches after me. All but script. we bumped into somebody special here today. This is the lady behind. Hello. Edwards is social media. Yeah.
8: Do you want
9: to introduce yourself. My name's Leanna. I've been at Edwards for six months now. And I'm the person you
0: probably communicate with if you're on our Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. X it is now. But <laughs> yay. Yep. She's do- yay, she's doing a great job. Lovely. Do <laughs> were break with
1: Oh, that's really fun. So if you go to my Twitter, I'm going to bring up, uh, I want to go to their Twitter. Oh, look at that meat. Holy cow. Is this Edwards of Conway? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to click on their whole page. Yeah. We can probably, I think we can do that. Maybe not. I'm not sure. We'll find out. Yes, I can. Yes, we can do it. Leah. You should be able to scroll down any page, right? right? Yes. Without logging in. You just might not be able to play the videos. They've got some duck legs stuffed with apple sausage with smoked streaky bacon. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's called real food duck leg. I can play the videos. Okay. If you want me to? Yeah.
8: There ...with the matured meats and some pork from... Some Welsh pork from the Winterfair. It looks so fancy. In, uh, that Elway, behind that the glass there. So, the windows today looking fantastic. Some Philip oh, steak, Syrin so steak on offer. Some Iberico pork there, and some Welsh pork here. It looks really healthy. It does look really healthy. Some Tombaugh. Oh. Some Welsh tea buns. Oh. Some of the kitchen reddies. Ah,
1: oh, what things. is that? What is
8: that? It's like in the shape our, of a flower. Some of our handmade oh, handling sausages. Ah. And our pre packed meat suction.
1: This is literally the carnivore's journey. Mm-hmm. Here we
8: are, some of our turkey joints ready for Christmas, this ready is to beautiful. freeze. Honest. Oh, wow. And some Greek passion potatoes. Moving across to our cheese, cheese display. display. Look at all their our cheeses. friends in
2: Soudonia Cheese Company.
1: Their little pies.
2: And all our I fries. love them. Was,
1: okay, so my these are the pie handmade pies that they do in the UK so, so well. Bigger ones. Oh Lord, have mercy. Oh my gosh, how do they make so many? Wait, so wait, 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 wait. I need to pause this. I need to pause it Wait, 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 wait. Okay, just stop, please. please. Collaborate and listen. You, we don't have, uh, if you're watching from the UK, what you're seeing on your screen right now, we don't have the equivalent of that. You know what they've done to us here in the United States? I'm going to tell you what they have done to us in the United States for that. For that. This is, those are, that's like, they have given us cardboard stuffed with some sort of imitation Pizza. Usually. Eater rolls. Or, or inside of, and it tastes literally like eating a piece of cardboard. And yet you guys have hand pies. You go in, you get this beautiful pie crust enclosed. Flaky. Flaky deliciousness. And you can walk out of the store. With it already and ready. And eat it. Yeah. Hi. <sighs> That's your fast food. That's what I... Why don't we have... Okay. Because ours is all horrible for you. But why don't we have a hand pie shop? Why has no one... Like, here in uh, Cincinnati, we've got Skyline Chili. It's Mm -hmm. a big deal. Down in Florida, there's like eight of those. It's a Cincinnati thing because so many Cincinnatians go down to Florida. They have created Skyline chilies down in Florida. Why are there no hand pie shops... In America, I don't know, but you need to keep going. I'm upset about this. But well, these are the so kind of small-time businesses Scotch that we need eggs. to be supporting.
8: We sell loads of those. Both and of our the rolls. Sandwiches. Mm. And our mm. Breakfast, mm. breakfast bar this morning.
10: Our
8: Our deli hamper's mm. and our ready meals, which we. They must have a high turnover
1: people, of people. This is a lot. That's gonna go. Bad. Like time-sensitive food. Like yeah. all of this stuff in that.
2: Like
5: that you just saw, to
1: needs to be gone at least in two or, two or three days. Yeah.
6: I will come with
5: shop And the then you turn me. it all over again. Mm-hmm. In Conway High Street.
1: Look at the beautiful streets. Look at where this is at. Everything in America is wrong. Literally every stinking thing. Is there anything America is doing well? Comparatively, can you just scroll down a little bit? Yeah, I think so. Hang on, let me go back. Let me toss you back over, pull this up, wait for it, shrink this back down. We can keep going. I think, maybe. No, maybe not. Let's try. Nope, that's oh, it. Oh, shoot. No, wait, wait. Well, yeah, I think that might be it. Let me go back. Nope, that's just their pin post. That's what I get to see. I wanted mm-hmm. you to see some of their Welsh beef. Um, well, you'd have to. I'd have to, like, pull up the tweet of the Welsh beef, which I can do. How far down is it? Oh, wow. See, this is why I need control. I need to be able to scroll down a page. Well, you wouldn't be able to, Well, okay, actually, you would be able to. Pie and chips Wednesday. They literally <gasps> will do... Pie and chips. You know chips are French fries. They literally will do pot pies with pe- peppered steak pie with French fries. Come on!
8: Wonderful. Let's Grash go. fed Welsh beef oh my environmentally God. sustainable and <gasps> local this large cut of beef is known as the large. choice cut in the industry
1: Look at it, it consists mm. of
8: the rump steak sirloin mm. steak and fillet steak I don't
1: know what happened to his camera and oh, there it's we go. matured it's
8: for between 28 and 35 days and here we have the finished what? product expertly what? butchered by our master butcher Dave Clegg that's amazing. Okay. Welsh beef.
1: All right. That's so good. We're, I know we're making everybody hungry. You can go to the next, bring up the next video, which is the Polish farmers. That's what they're revolting for. That's the way of life that they want to preserve. And I'm going to tell you something. These these, these climate Nazis want you to eat beef and they want you to eat food grown in a lab that's not real food. Mm-hmm. They don't want you to eat that food. They want you to eat cardboard. They want you to own nothing and be and be sad. And they want you to eat nothing good. And be sad. They just want you to be sad and depressed. That's why they're <laughs> messing with my weather. <laughs> okay, I am totally lost on where it was we're right at. where it, it was, wasn't actually. So that's it was, why I'm dancing It was dancing the one right around. next door to the French one. The French one we yeah, had. Yeah, but then we got all over the place with. Um, well, we're over to the right here. Okay. We've got Poland here. Over to the right, right, right. You got to fight, fight, fight. As the number four from the end there. I, it just went through them, and somehow I missed it. Was this it? Well, that's you can bring that one up. That one's Germany. They put it, they, they've got the Germans farmers in the uh How long shape do you think this of is of gonna heart? go? Because, like, here we have in, in Holland, okay, or excuse me, in Holland, in the Netherlands, they're gonna succeed. They're gonna do really, really well now mm-hmm. that Gert Wilder's party has been, you know. Named Top Dog. Named Top, top, top dog. dog. Over there in Holland. Look at that. That's Germany, baby.
7: Wahnsinn. Clean. Yeah, Leute. Abonnieren, commentieren. Was hält you davon? Was sagt
5: ihr dazu? They're
1: just lined up. Some of them are in the heart, some of them are the it is like a little somewhere some, some on the on the periphery of the heart, The beating heart. I got your back. It's awesome. It's awesome. All right, so this next video here, Planet. Farms is the largest agricultural vertically integrated production facility in Europe. It supports farmers um, who grow pesticide-free crops, increase growth yields, and reducing water consumption through technology. Yesterday, it caught on fire in Italy. Oh, my gosh. Wow. There was one tab I accidentally closed earlier. That might be the Poland one. Mm, okay. Well, the Polish farmers jumped up into it, too. We hear you, Poland. Poland. Shouldn't get to get the pollen ones. Don't get there.
2: Look at that! Oh my gosh, it's just a giant fire.
1: Yeah. So, what do you? Th- I could. Do I, I this feel. One? No, hang on. Yeah. Okay. Before. Yeah, oh, you can yeah. bring it up. But before we move on, this uh, we're gonna go to Canada next. But that burning of that building, if that particular building mm-hmm. in Italy, uh, designed to help farmers grow pesticide-free uh, crops, to not use. Um, you know, a lot of chemicals and things like that. What do you think? What do you think? Um, I think that there is definitely a war on, on farmers for sure. So this week, <clears throat> <laughs> Justin Trudeau lost in court and the truckers are back. <laughs> in a classic example, a better late than never, a federal court in Canada ruled on Tuesday this week, this is breaking news, that Canada Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's invocation of the Emergencies Act in 2022 used to crush the largest and most peaceful protest in Canadian history was unreasonable, unjustified, and violated, quote, the fundamental freedom set out in Canada's constitution. The case was brought to the court by a number of individual applicants as well as several Canadian civil liberties groups, including the Canadian Constitution Foundation and the Canadian Civil Liberties Association. And in the decision, Federal Court Justice Richard Mosley expressed what every trucker and other participant in the truckers freedom convoy knew to be true, that there was no justification for granting the government powers that amounted to near martial law over a protest. That was a hundred percent peaceful with no violence. They were having a party. They had bouncy houses for kids. They were out in the cold. And the one thing they were doing was blowing the shofars with their, their horns. I put that in the article. (laughs) The government powers amounted to near martial law. Um, that is, until the emergencies act was passed and the police trampled grandmothers under horses. They were the ones that went went violent. They fired tear gas canisters at journalists within point blank range. They beat protesters down and they smashed the windows of the truckers' rigs and generally deployed the type of violence that the government had knowingly, falsely accused the truckers of engaging in. The government also froze the bank accounts of the truckers, seized donated funds, and shut down the economic lives of hundreds of Canadian citizens, a draconian measure which shocked the world. Every protester and trucker who took part in the convoy knew that the government and its bought-and-paid-for media were lying to the public about the Freedom Convoy. And though it feels good to once again be proven correct, that doesn't change what happened. It also doesn't change the division in Canadian society which took place under COVID. And it remains to be seen if this ruling will put an end to the ongoing punishments of various Freedom Convoy protesters, which continue to this day. For example, the trial of, trial of Tamara Lynch and Chris uh, Barber, who emerged as public faces and leaders of the Ottawa portion of the Freedom Convoy, has now become the longest mischief trial in Canadian history. Finally getting underway in September of last year, the trial proceeded in, in fits and starts into, into December and is set to resume in February. Should we play this one
3: with yeah, actual audio? Sure. I was
1: playing it as like B-roll, but sure. could. I can sure. play go it ahead. as audio. Let me rewind it here get this back cuz these people sound like they got something to say cuz i had turned it down good
11: morning i see you guys are in a limousine damn oh, right.
4: we're in, we're in style buddy
12: <laughs> i just hope that we don't have to have put up with a helicopter for 700 dollars an hour
13: and then goddamn please stay home join us man these boys boys are still in jail and we need to support them and get them out they be have religion. been in remand for more than about. 700 days now. Know, but Unbelievable, hits, eh? Like... And treated like dogs. It's brutal. No trial,
14: no nothing. Do you have a message to any politicians? Yes. Figure it out, man.
7: We gotta get these boys out. This is bullshit what's going on with this damn court system. Do you have a message to
4: the rest of Albertans? Smarten up Alberta and Canada. Before it's too
7: late. Wake up! Wake up!
2: I sure hope so. We need to make these politicians accountable and uh, get these men at least some proper health care for now and uh, get them home to their families.
7: I hope there's going to be much more than last year because, I mean, it's ridiculous. We've been into this for two years and the guys are still in jail. so.
1: So, for example, take Guy Mesner, a trucker from Nova Scotia, was one of the first to be arrested and charged when the crackdown began after the emergency act was invoked. He will be back in Ottawa near the end of February for the ninth time to face his, quote, mischief charges. Then there is the case of Christine DeCain, a woman who protested in Ottawa and was charged by the police, who was acquitted last year, much like this ruling. However, the Crown has decided to appeal her acquittal. Wow. Appeal the, in America, you, do you don't that? do that. I don't think that's even legal. No, you can in other other courts. Wow. But you can't. If you're, if you're innocent in a lower court, you're innocent in all courts. I know. Um, to drag an innocent person back to court is the kind of grossly vindic- vindictive behavior on the part of the Trudeau government that they have become well known for. There are dozens of cases like this working their way through the system. And then there's the uh, uh, Coutts IV, a group of men who were arrested in Alberta right before the emergency act was invoked and have been kept in custody without bail or trial ever since. Hopes are high that this ruling may help their ch- change their circumstances, but it has now been two years, two years as punishment. This is a draconian communist move. This is exactly what they've done in January 6th. This is a high level coordinated move with the January 6ers and their freedom convoyers. What they want you to do, we have a right to a speedy trial. You have a right to a speedy tri- trial, but what they're trying to do is drag out your trial. It is torture. They are torturing you. You're not allowed to see your friends. What they've done with the January six kids, uh, uh men is they've moved them from place to place. They can't talk to their family, they weren't able to talk to their lawyers. You know what? These guys would be acquitted anywhere else but DC. Mm. But these guys, these courts for it, aren't even getting a trial two years in, two years in. But you they can what what they want to do is bring in Gazan refugees. They got time to do that. Yeah, they don't have time to bring these guys to, to court. Since they have seen their families, which is grossly offensive situation, especially in a country where near everyone gets bail. Everybody else, rape, molestation, uh, transgender story hour. But don't you dare drive a truck to protest a max or mask or a vaccine mandate. Right. All of these cases point to a level of vindictive cruelty on the part of this government as constituted under Trudeau. Listen, he's the son of Castro. Ain't they? no thing. Ain't no thing if he could do more I don't you guys remember the clip where Trudeau said I I, I admire can, can uh China and I wish we could have we I wish we could have dictators too but we just can't I wish we could just kill people we didn't like we don't like they like they do in Canada or, or in China you know what I like they do in Canada like they do in China uh, who has only two? Um, who was only too happy to champion the fair treatment of someone who fought on the side of the Taliban in Afghanistan? They gave him a standing ovation and was later apprehended by American forces. Champion the rights of one peaceful citizen to a fair trial. Apparently, that is beneath the prime minister. Trudeau's deputy, Christine Freeland was behind the bank account freeze and acting as finance minister, and she appeared almost immediately after the ruling, and there's a video of her, to announce that her government would be appealing, claiming to remind Canadians how serious the situation was. This, though all the evidence and testimony presented in 2022 at the official inquest into the invocation of the Emergency Act, found that no threats existed. Trudeau has remarked in the past that Canada is a post-national state and has no core identity, Yet when uh, the, that identity asserted itself to say enough is enough to, the strict, uh, uh, um, to, the, to his punishments for COVID, he was all too happy to unleash the full power of his post-national state. This is really good news. So we've got, on the one hand, we've got the boys in prison that need to come out, just like January 6th, which tells me both are identically related, mm-hmm. like literally identically related because it's, it's around the same time. Mm-hmm. They've been in jail for the same time. They've not had trials for the same amount of time, right? Like this is, it's, it's like, oh, wow, you have the same people controlling the same. So it's not that it's Canada is doing their thing and the United States is doing their thing. Who is controlling Canada and the United States making these things identical, right? Keeping these guys in jail. But for the courts to rule um, that Trude- what Trudeau did was unlawful, is very very interesting, and I'm really glad that at the very least they have. so so we've got the they're doing their victory lap on the one hand, but they're also protesting to get to yeah. get these guys out of jail because now that now especially now that this court ruling has taken place, I I would be surprised if something didn't move. It's like a bow movement. So Tucker interviewed a, a, one of the truckers to explain what happened here. You know the ads on these are. A really unfortunate is there an ad there no that was on the newsweek okay article
15: make some attempt to liberate it non-violently yes it deserves to live in freedom and peace and not in rapid disgusting decline what kind of reception do you think we'll get in canada
14: there are people who really do desire the truth and understand what's at stake
15: but if we show up and announce we're here to liberate canada what do you think will happen
14: well their hair is going to start on fire and they're going to freak out
15: (laughs) justin trudeau is such a metrosexual buffoon always dressing up in little costumes that it's almost impossible, or it was almost impossible, to think of him as an authoritarian dictator. You can't take him seriously enough to be afraid of him. But then you probably don't live in Canada. But all of that began to change two winters ago. This mm. was the height of the COVID yeah. lockdowns, and Canada had some most restrictive COVID I regulations in the world. Them Among them was a vax mandate. They've been telling me that they do it was well. your body, your choice, didn't believe that at all. All of a sudden, they told you, you must take the shot or you can't participate in life. You can't go anywhere, you can't work. Well, there is at least one group of Canadians with testosterone levels sufficient to question <laughs> an order like that, and they turned out to be long haul truckers. And they descended on Canadian cities in January of 2022 to make their voices heard, as they say on the news, to make their voices heard. But they were not greeted in the way that other groups who want to make their voices heard are greeted as heroes. No, they were greeted with derision in the Canadian media, which effectively is an arm of the Trudeau administration, and by our media, which is is effectively an arm of the Democratic Party. Almost nobody took their side. But what's interesting is how reasonable their demands were listen to us. Hey, Canada, maybe forcing people to take an untested medicine is not a good idea. They didn't threaten violence. They weren't violent. They were the core of the Canadian middle class, which is almost extinct at this point. But what was so telling and should really have been foreshadowing of what came later was Justin Trudeau's reaction to the Canadian truckers, to the trucker convoy. He refused to speak to them. Here he's explaining why. Is
1: there a reason that you can give as for why you will not discuss
10: or have any negotiations with this
4: particular group? I have attended protests and rallies in the past uh, when I agreed with the goals, when I supported Uh. the people uh, expressing their concerns and their issues. Black Lives Matter is an excellent example of that. But I have also Mm -hmm. chosen to not go anywhere near protests that have expressed hateful rhetoric, Mm. violence towards fellow citizens, uh, and a disrespect Uh, not just of science but of uh, the frontline health workers and quite frankly the 90% of truckers who have been doing the right thing to keep Canadians safe Mm. to put food on our tables. Uh, Canadians know where I stand. This is a moment for responsible leaders to think carefully about where they stand and Mm. who they stand with.
15: So people who are paying close attention learned a lot from that clip. First. Here is a guy, Justin Trudeau, who will say literally anything. Mm -hmm. He will say the opposite of what is true with a smile on his face. His heart rate won't rise a bit. He's a sociopath. Here is also a person who has no regard, in fact, contempt for democracy. This is the elected leader of a so-called democracy who refuses to even listen to criticism of his policies. So, in fact, he's not a democratic leader. He's an authoritarian. Mm -hmm. And that became very clear shortly after that was shot. At least four Canadian truckers went to jail. Now, what did they go to jail for? What did they do exactly? Well, to this day, no one can really say, and they're still in jail.
2: Mm.
15: Watch the Canadian media's description of that specific case. And as you listen to what we're about to show you, ask yourself, did they tell me anything real or was every single word a lie spoken at the behest of the ruling party of Canada. This is State Media Exhibit
3: A. Watch this. According to newly unsealed court documents RCMP believe four men accused of plotting to kill Mounties at the Coote's border blockade were being given orders by an outside leadership group. The names of the people in that group have been redacted from the report as they are part of an active investigation. The newly released records involve transcriptions of phone calls between the four charged with conspiracy to commit murder. Anthony Olenek, Chris Lysak, Jerry Morin and Chris Carbert and the unidentified leadership group. The documents state the leadership wanted more than just just vaccine mandates lifted, but also the elimination of the professional political class. It also alleges Olenick, Lysak, Morin and Carbert trained for months and stockpiled firearms at Olenick's property near Claire's home while taking orders from an unidentified group. The documents reveal in February, Mountie seized more than 36,000 rounds of ammunition, two pipe bombs, gas masks, camouflage and tactical gear from the property. Other intercepted calls from the four men's cell phones refer to more potential weapons coming from a second stockpile in Nanton, as well as a growing tension between those protesting in Coots and the leadership group. In February, Olenek, Lysak, Morin, Carbert and nine others were arrested after RCMP uncovered a cache of weapons in Coutts. Olenek is also charged with making and possessing an explosive device, and Lysak faces a charge of uttering threats.
15: So parse what you just heard carefully. Again, that's state media in Canada. So here are four guys, working class guys, live in rural areas, and they've got a firearm
0: stockpile.
15: Right. They probably don't have a lot more between the four of them than your average farmer does in the state of Nebraska or the state of Maine or the state of Oregon or anywhere else far from a big city. They're hunters, and so they have guns. Now, the pipe bomb is a very specific question. What's a pipe bomb? We don't know and neither does the media organization reporting it but critically they don't tell you anything about this outside group that's supposedly coordinating them the point of that news report was not to inform you but to scare the crap out of you and make those four people who are now in jail seem like scary threats to canada mission accomplished so what you have in a country like canada where you have an authoritarian government that's taken away civil liberties a dying middle class and no media is you have almost nobody pushing back against the lies there is maybe one news organization left in canada that does that asks very simple questions of the people who run the country why are you doing this can you answer the question that's rebel news watch one of their reporters try to ask krista freeland who's a, the finance minister of canada spent many years in washington dc known to many people who lived in dc as a kind of low iq functionary she now has power, and she does not want to answer any questions from the one independent media organization remaining in Canada. Watch what happens when a reporter tries to get her to answer the question.
8: Ms. Freeland, how come the IRDC is not a
14: terrorist group? Why is your government supporting Islam nationalism you're under arrest for assault. Why are you pushing me? You're under arrest for assault. You're under arrest for assault. Please. about? Police, you're under arrest. You're How am phone? I under arrest?
8: You bumped into me. You pushed into me. You bumped. I was just scrubbing. I got my credentials here and you just bumped into me.
14: Can I have the microphone? Can I have the microphone? Can I have the microphone? Can you give me? I'm not.
8: Take your
14: hand out. Why am I, why am I under arrest? I'm just doing my... This is your
8: Canada now, folks. You know, this is the Gestapo taking Blackface's orders.
15: So Canada has descended to an extremely dark place, and there are a lot of threads to the story. We're going to Canada very soon to see it for ourselves. But before we go, we thought we would speak to Gord McGill, who knows a lot about this. He is a Canadian and a trucker. He was not strictly speaking part of the Freedom Convoy two winters ago, but he was there, and for a lot of Americans, he was the main way that we knew what was happening, because he recorded it and Put it out on social media. He joins us now. Gordon thanks so
14: much. Thank you for having me, Mr. Carlson. Pleasure to meet
15: you. It's great to meet you. Um, so it's funny that Canada, second largest country in the world, bigger than the United States, deeper natural resources than the United States, our biggest trading partner. Canada is a big deal to the U.S. in a lot of ways. We've been good neighbors for the most part. I would I say. Think. Haven't tried to invade or anything like no. that.
14: Although I think we need an invasion north. but I, I think we can
15: get that done. Um, but... <laughs> the average American knows nothing about what's going on in Canada and our understanding of Canada is ruled by cliches that developed 40 years ago we think of it as a passive ultra nice country where you know that no one gets arrested I would
14: submit to you that the Canadian media returns that in kind because they've been operating on cliches about Americans since forever
15: I I think that's right and and there's a lot going on there but I it's a little bit shocking I think to most Americans to see how authoritarian Canada has become, truly a place where you can't ask a question you'll be arrested for assault. Are you shocked? Um,
14: that particular incident with Mr. Menzies, I mean, I, I want to say it's shocking, but at this point, you know, the Freedom Convoy in Ottawa was crushed in much the same way. Um, RCMP smashing the windows of trucks, beating up peaceful protesters. I'm, I, I, I'm not really
15: surprised that they did this to Mr. Menzies. It's horrifying. But again, you wouldn't be surprised since you've been following it um, for more than two years now. So okay, tell you us, can stop that. Let's, let's go um, right actually, to that clip.
1: I'm excited to, to play this next little clip here because uh, Tucker went to Canada and had the the, the liberal Nazis, their, their underwear, completely in a wad. So I think I've got that clip up. Yeah, here's a little clip here with um, Jordan him Peterson? with Jordan Peterson. Yeah, Nice. Well, because, you know, Jordan's suffered his own persecution, suffering, suffering with the re-education camp. You know, Mm -hmm. this this is all so 1984. It's not even funny with with the control. It's it's too on the nose for me at this point. I'm like, Mm -hmm. wait a minute. Everybody knows exactly what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Stop it.
15: They don't even care. Whenever there is something that's verboten, you're literally not allowed to say or you'll be punished, Mm. that's the thing you probably should consider saying. Because they're not telling you not to say it because it's false. They don't care about lying. They are liars by their nature. They celebrate lies. Men can become women, all right. No, what they hate is the truth. And so if there is an idea or even a phrase that you're literally not allowed to say, pay very close attention to that phrase because at least they think it's true. That's why they won't let you say it. That's good. Huh. Huh. Whenever there yes. is
3: something
1: that's really good from Tucker. So he gave a really long speech and he actually asked the Canadian uh, broadcasters to, you know, ask him questions or interview him, but they did not. They did not. So the liberals came out and, and did a meltdown because Tucker Carlson mentioned some of them. He was he went with he he did his research as you would went. if you're a good reporter. Yeah.
13: I'm here with my colleagues, Liberal Caucus members, Ministers, all, to talk about what happened last night in Edmonton when the Premier Mm. of the province of Alberta, Daniel Smith, invites Tucker Carlson right into the heart of my riding. You Mm. can tell a lot about a person by the company they keep. And I have knocked those doors in Edmonton Centre. And I know how progressive a riding Edmonton Centre is. I've represented it since 2015. And for Daniel Smith to bring the mouthpiece of the mega-conservative far-right to Edmonton Center to spew hate about LGBTQ2 people is beyond the pale, it's deplorable, and we won't stand for it. And I can tell you it is completely unacceptable for the premier of any province to say that she wants to put a target on the back of any Canadian politician, and my friend and colleague, Stephen Gilbo, simply for be doing voted his job. out. You can have respectful discourse <laughs> in this country. You can raise the issue. You can bang if your fist on a table fits. at a FedProv meeting. That's all legit. But you do not summon the dogs of mega-conservatism mm-hmm. to come and somehow scare, try MAGA. to scare us, and to try the to spark, incite spark. violence against Is politicians it of Is it any stripe, it. it's what not acceptable. Says, and if I, she would take her job here. seriously, she'd actually be focused on housing, on climate change, on actually solving the issues of Albertans, like forgetting her ridiculous proposal on CPP, instead of trying to summon uh, evil forces from the United States to try to take on one of our colleagues. I mean, this goes
7: beyond me and the fact that I was targeted last night at, at this event. This increases political violence against Everyone who runs for office in this country, whether they're doing it at the municipal you level, at the provincial level, or at the federal running. level, as my friend and colleague Randy said, like we can have differences of opinion. We can bang our fist on on the table when when, when we meet. We can oh, have strong maybe disagreement. Fist on but, but 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 to, to, to incite Politely violence ain't. against people who disagree with you, that's not how things should be it's done in fair. Canada. Can I
12: clarify, what is the violence? What is the violence that I, I think the minister also said this in French? What is the violence that they are bringing to Canada? What is the political violence that you're talking about? Just to be very clear. Well,
7: to put to, to put a, a target on on someone's back, for example, to name
12: to put someone in crosshairs. What is the evil, what is the evil that you say they're bringing
13: here? I mean, spewing hate speech about LGBTQ people, trying to bring the kind of division that they have in the United States north of the border. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. MAGA-style conservatism has no place in Canada, and it's trying to reach into, through our borders. And as Minister Rodriguez has said, conservative like premiers, instead of over. doing their jobs, are trying to invite this wave of populism. And I can tell you, it's populism. making newcomers nervous and fearful. People uh, in the LGBTQ immigrants. community do not feel safe. We have people who want to run for office that take a look at what happened last night at Edmonton and say, why bother? And that is not good for the political comments. And it's not good for Canadian democracy. You brought, up,
12: you brought up Pierre Polyev's name in your comments. I mean, is this going to be your, effect, your strategy effectively well, going forward is tying Pierre be, Polyev to Trump?
5: He wants to be prime minister of this country. These, what happened last night is not acceptable. Is he going to condemn
12: that? He spoke.
5: If he wants to he run for prime minister, he, he should he have really the really courage right. to condemn those It's not acceptable
12: What do you make of the fact that there is an audience for it and for for their perspective? Well, as, as I
5: said, in French, the extreme right po- po- politics, when, don't ask the question if it's coming to Canada. It's
7: already here. Is
10: this and they're bringing it. Are you not like, contributing to the, country, like, w- to the divide?
5: Should he not have been led into the country? Last You're question, all familiar with his rhetoric. He's been doing this for years. Right. So, what should he have been stopped at the border? I think he, his word should be gone and We cannot accept that in Canada. But, this I mean, is not, not us, and this divide. will never be. This, this will
7: never this. be it's us. Are you not contributing strike, to the divide exactly. by coming out here and comparing F. to this it. and making this about him? Are you not contributing to the divide by doing that? If your government not, has been... accused, We're not comparing Polyev to him. I think what... what you're my,
1: not? Have you looked at your own advertising? Brother
7: Mr. L'Eau Mr. Party, Mr. Barton, Mr. What Mr. Rodriguez just said is he said, I, 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 I'm I asking Pierre Polyev, the leader of the opposition, yeah. to condemn those hateful and violent Absolutely. statement by, and by by Tucker Carlson. Oh, 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 oh,
1: violence, violence, violence. Um, Scott Kesterson said that the one guy is light in his loafers, Listen, he has a list. This is not a man. Okay, so I I just retweeted out uh, a clip of, of Tucker Carlson in a uh, packed packed room full of Canadians. What do you make of it, Michelle, the fact that Canadians actually wanted him there? You know, here I will tell you, even before I watch the video, I make of it that to the uh, mega-conservative-isms, which would be, you know, make Canada great again, is... Is actually way more Canadians than you think. It's it, it's a crazy amount of Canadians. And you and and you ridiculous, P- lispy pompous. men pompous, arrogant, little weak men, you the have pushed mega, the people. The you mega have pushed conservatism Here's the deal. You push them to over this. the border. You push the, the, the you have pushed the Canadians to ask for Tucker Carlson. So that's what you have done. I know.
2: I know. You did this! But let me
1: explain something. Americans aren't really coming to Canada. You know, but there are people uh, streaming over their border, and they're streaming it into America from Canada. Yes. They're illegal
15: immigrants. Exactly. Tucker calls out Canadian media. <laughs> do you watch CBC? I do, occasionally. I can turn in any hour of the day, and I will learn that I am racist for driving an SUV and not being trans. That's That's the whole schedule of CBC programming. But interpret that, that's not woke, oh it's woke. I hate the woke crap, it doesn't mean anything. They hate you, that's what they're saying. They're saying that you are bad. That's exactly what they're saying, don't lie to yourself. That's, that's all I'm saying. Clear language is their enemy because clear language exposes who they really are. They're not people who are trying to help you, they are people who are trying to hurt you. Canadian media proves he is right. The a good idea for Alberta's premier to be sharing the stage with him.
0: Absolutely not. Daniel Smith is not going as an individual. She is going as a representative of the province. And and I think uh, this is not someone you want That's to awesome. share the a White stage with, giving him an even people greater people. platform oh, yeah. than he normally would have. Normal.
6: Uh, I would love to do an
15: interview with CBC meet me backstage. I dare you to put it on TV.
1: <laughs> so Alberta, isn't Alberta the most conservative? They are. Of the provinces? Yes, they are. And so and they, this only scored all points the for their premiere with those people. 100%.
15: Indians left decades ago. And it brings it out in me. Making fun of Canadians, and as I've already told you, and I I hope it's obvious, is done with love, but I just can't control myself (laughs) because no one will ever laugh at your joke. And so every time I go to Toronto, which I try not to do, but um, I do wind up there, every time I check in a hotel, I'm like, you, you guys have hot water? Like, where'd you get all the electricity? This is unbelievable. And they always have the same responses. We've had electricity for a long time, eh? No, it's a joke. (laughs) You don't really have sled dog parking in front. I know that. No, we haven't had sled dogs in a long time, eh?
3: And so (laughs) I just love it.
15: I've told so many sled dog and Molson jokes. It's just, and I'll never stop. Oh, my gosh. But one of the reasons I do it is because I do think it's important to to laugh at your circumstances, not simply because it makes you feel better, though it does, but because it it gives you perspective on Mm. them and humor requires some distance, some critical distance, both from yourself and from your surroundings. Yes. And you can't really see things clearly until you have that. And so if you have a country where the funny people feel like they have to leave, that's a huge problem.
1: That is a problem. And
15: that's the first problem. The second problem is you can't really be effective as a political movement or a resistance movement, which effectively you are, if you don't laugh at your enemies. Because not only are they evil, and they are. I know
1: that's in the art of war. They're also
15: ludicrous. They're ludicrous. (laughs) And it's really important to say that because it saps their power yeah. immediately. <laughs> Laughing at someone, and if you're a, a married man, you know that. No, it's true. Your wife could come and hit you in the face with a two by four, and that would be less painful than having her laugh derisively at you, particularly when you get out of the shower. <laughs> that would just end it for you. That would end <laughs> <Tucker>. <laughs> it. Your male power would. <laughs> you're five years old. Tucker.
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> Oh my gosh but it is true and it, laughing at somebody and making fun of somebody the problem is is that the left is so angry mm-hmm. they don't know and they've tried to meme and they've tried to make like dark branding they, Brandon, meme. No, they and, cannot meme
3: and so they, they literally
1: are they are incapable of memeing let me read some comments here. they can't do anything funny like they're when they make fun of Trump they're not making fun of donald trump right so if they were to make fun of donald trump we might laugh with them i know we totally would i laugh at orange man It's funny, but a a joke is funny, and 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 that was a funny joke. Hey, you guys got electricity up here? Oh no,
2: (laughs) that was (laughs) good.
1: All right, Chris says accountability will be contagious, like dominoes falling until all the corruption is cast out. Very well said. Sherry's laughing. Evil forces from the U.S. LOL because they questioned. Um, James says, somebody please shut these whiny twats up. Mm. Rip Baza. Um, Shut the twats up. Oh, no, that was just to Stuart the Brit. You guys are having conversations amongst yourself, which I enjoy and encourage. Uh, Sherry says, he said, populism, i.e., the people. They don't want the people he to did. speak. Scott Kesterson says, targeted equals, I know I'm a criminal, communist, so I must gaslight the fears of hate and division because that is how I gain power. Mm. Um, Stefan says, yes, we have the same crud in the U.K., Sherry says, translation, the people are rising up and we can't have that. Mm. Scott says, they are streaming in the US to assemble to go back and take their country back and we shall support. Donna Bolivie says, support. today is Stand Against Hate Action Day in California. I have a few words for that. Mm. Well said. James says, I say war now on the New World Order, uh, period. Mm. Uh, Scott says, Edmonton is the helm of the PPCL, the equivalent of the U.S. Rangers. They are good soldiers, Canadian patriots. Mm. Well said. Chris says, Donna, hopefully those Californicators look at the southern border and learn what to to make a stand really means. Mm. Speaking of which, you guys need to watch the prayer show that we did. We joined with Scott last night and prayed for the uh, Take Our Border Back convoy last night. It was very, very powerful. There were a lot of words prophetic mm-hmm. words that mm-hmm. I'm still sitting on from last night mm-hmm. that I can't really believe were even spoken out so that it was really really powerful last night so you guys want to go and watch the replay of that uh, real man says Australia used to laugh all the time at everyone not anymore mm-hmm. Leah Barry says Michelle check out the last link I sent you and play it from messenger I will t- I will try to do that Barry okay a change oh are you doing the thing I don't know can I put it here yeah you can put it right there okay no, that's fine, just click okay. That's clear is not okay. This is that's as clear, you want to click okay. It's okay. the O and the K. Clear is not okay. Mm-hmm. Did it go though? It did. Now close that. Okay. Now press pause, make it big. Or pause, make it no. While no, no, working
11: I'm Canadians okay. fall behind. <laughs>
1: don't work. We're not screen sharing though.
11: This is a photo of Justin thing. Trudeau's wedding okay. party.
1: Click
2: that.
11: Let's examine click that. some of the faces here. Here's Gerald Butts. Justin Trudeau made him principal secretary in the prime minister's office, Real? where he made an undisclosed.
1: This is one of this is, that was Justin Trudeau's wedding, and these are the people in his wedding photo.
11: Salary, but charged thousands of dollars in moving expenses to Canadians to move from Toronto to Ottawa, and likely collected severance when he was forced to resign over his involvement in the SNC-Lavalin corruption scandal. Despite resigning in disgrace, Butts returned to work on the Liberal Party's national campaign in 2019, while his new employer, Eurasia Group, has received a series of untendered, soul-sourced <laughs> contracts from the Trudeau government.
1: Here is Seamus
11: O'Regan. Justin Trudeau made him Minister of Veterans Affairs, then Minister of Indigenous Services, and now Minister of Natural Resources. At each portfolio, Justin's friend Seamus has failed. He failed in previous ministries, getting into trouble for his comments about veterans, getting into lawsuits with veterans, and posting vanity photos of himself (laughs) flying on private jets. Speaking of private trips, O'Regan failed to disclose his luxurious vacation to Aga Khan's private island, alongside Justin Trudeau. Before giving We Charity over $900 million in government money, O'Regan and Trudeau's chief of staff, Katie Telford, helped raise We Charity over $400,000. And of course, We Charity went on to pay Justin's mom over $250,000, his brother over $32,000, and his wife over $24,000. Seamus O'Regan is well known as Trudeau's worst minister jumping from position to position. Luckily for him, his failures don't matter when you're friends with the groom. Here's Mark Miller. A lifelong friend to Justin Trudeau, he was made first a Parliamentary Secretary and then Minister of Indigenous Services, where he failed to keep Trudeau's promise to eliminate all drinking water advisories on First Nation reserves. He also admitted to knowing about at least one of Trudeau's blackface incidents, saying I was there. He only admitted to this after the blackface photos became public. Mark and Justin grew up together. They went to the same elite private school and gallivanted all over the world with each other. Under Justin Trudeau, Canada's government is spending more and getting worse results. Under Justin Trudeau, liberal insiders are getting rich while Canadians fall behind. Mm. Justin Trudeau and his friends don't want Canadians to see this video. Mm. Send them a message. Share this video far and wide. It's really you important. Go. You do.
1: Oh, I clicked okay. You did? There you go. Mm-hmm. Then it's there. And Now make it big.
4: Right as spouse right. and
11: Again, how much money total have your brother, Peter, mother, and spouse received from this organization?
4: That information has been publicly shared, but I will highlight. Well, then tell me what, how much has, uh, has just the dollar spent, figure uh, throughout her life, the dollar uh, in figure prime various Minister. ways and is how, how much uh, we can get that number for you if you like. It's been out in the media.
1: We can get that number. You for don't exactly. know how
4: much your
11: family has received from this organization, which you tried to give a half billion dollars. Really?
4: Hmm. Can I answer, Mr. Polyev?
11: You haven't done an answer so far. Let's make this the first one.
4: My mother uh, has worked as an advocate. The dollar figure, Prime Minister. uh, Speaker. Uh, for no me much. because she does her own work. And I'm proud Point of, of her order, the order. Uh, the,
11: the chairperson's power has gone out and is no longer part of this meeting. I uh, hope you don't but, pull uh, the fire alarm now.
4: Have you read the Conflict of Interest Act, Mr. Collins? Yes, Cornish? I have. The don't Conflict I mean. of Interest Act defines family right. as spouse and direct okay. dependence. Point of order, so you're not going to answer Point of order, you're not going to answer. Pretty
1: good. Animated by false, at false dot. Excitement. But those were that was a real exchange. I know. I get it. It's Yeah. Good. yeah. All right. So we're going to make a pivot here from Canada. I'm going to go over to our favorite Romanian MEP, Cristin Te- Teres, okay, blows the man-made global warming hoax completely out of the water in the EU parliament. CO2 is a gas that currently represents 0.041% of the whole atmosphere. Despite this small percentage for decades now, campaigns are ran to make people believe that man-made CO2 is the cause of climate change. No, we've talked about this. Stop the rain in Ohio in January (laughs) now. You either bring the sun out or you bring the snow. Stop the rain. That's good, Leah. Six inches, man. I'm done.
8: Dear colleagues, when the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change is using hysterical, spoiled people like Greta Thunberg, Thunberg, whose place should be in school, not on streets.
1: To go. promote
8: these reports clearly, we are dealing with a belief system and cult mm, yeah, rather yeah. than the scientifically based organization. Mm. Carbon dioxide is a gas that currently represents 0.041% of the whole atmosphere. Despite this small percent, for decades now campaigns are run to make people believe that man-made CO two is the cause of the climate change. Mm-mm. The solution proposed to fight climate change are higher taxes and more state control. As no, well no, as less uh, rights and options for the people. Emissions must have a price that changes our behavior. This is what Ursula von der Leyen said in this plenary in 2019. Well, she be lying. Obviously, the declared objective is to change our behavior to higher taxes and prices while fighting climate change is just a pretext to do it. Mm-mm. People deserve a better future, but we mm-hmm. clearly cannot achieve that. And
1: we're back. So... Leah literally, it's like she's given up, not really given up on the show, but she's while she was waiting for everything to come back up, she's been looking at computers, which is hilarious. Let's try this one more time. I think we're almost done with this uh, Kristen Tarhez clip, but I don't want to miss even the end of it. So let me pull it back up and we'll, we'll cue it back up properly. Leah went and took a dog outside. You guys and your patience makes my heart so happy that you're sticking with us in spite of our technical difficulties. Let's get near here to the end. We'll rewind it just a little
8: bit. People like Greta Thunberg are more quoted than actual experts. So I'm asking you in reply, what is the expertise of Greta Thunberg, of Bill Gates, for example, to lecture us, to force us, to lobby us, to pass laws, to violate people's rights, and for them to make money, no, you answer exactly what I asked, because if these are scientists, look, science is based on facts, not on propaganda, and everything that we heard here, sorry everything that we heard here it 's simply propaganda. Thank you and very not much, fact. Mr Turkis. you have to explain to the Europeans <laughs> Mr. Turcus, why yes you don't have the floor zero point zero four one percent of the atmosphere is causing all these catastrophes they are claiming Mr Turkey
1: yes yes we are back I love that man so much I could listen to his accent all day I'm not gonna lie what I do have up Leah yeah is or have ready to be up is Neil okay I got several clips from Neil today I have one of them okay let's bring him up let's bring him up dude your favorite GB News commentator and mine my favorite Scottish dude I know he's really cool we're going to get him on Scotsman. our show at some point. With This is going literally We're, going to happen. I want to meet him in person. I know, me too. But you don't want to go to the UK. I know.
10: We live in a world where our so-called leaders are signing up to decades-long defence contracts. When they're not gathering to discuss that is pandemic preparedness, mm. where you have CEOs hand in pocket with world leaders making decisions that are nothing to do with national interests, like the well-being of people and only about profits for themselves and their stakeholders. If we accept all that, then it's a world full of stockpiles and bullets and missiles in want of wars, endless wars that do no more than make space in the warehouses for more of the same, cha-ching, ching and more warehouses piled high with vials filled with the latest so-called vaccines, awaiting the orders resultant from the next so-called pandemic determined by Bill Gates' World Health Organization. I say don't fear pandemics, at least nowhere near as much as you should fear pandemic preparedness and the loss of liberty and control of your own life that must inevitably ensue. NATO and the governments of the West told us the war in Ukraine was about defending democracy and nothing at all to do with NATO expansion ever closer to Russia. When demonstrably the opposite is true, democracy be damned for fear the pesky people might elect populist politicians. God forbid! God forbid! instead of bought and paid for progressive stooges. And by now, NATO is a thousand miles closer to Russia than it was at the end of the Cold War, when the West made solemn promises to keep its hands off the East. Modern war is about making money. Round and round and round it goes, where it stops, in the same old pockets, that's where, and plenty more where that came from. Are you ready, are your children ready to fight not for freedom, for hearth and home, for kith and kin, but to secure the revenue streams of corporations like Black Rock, Vanguard and State Street? In a global machine of so many mindlessly spinning cogs, our children might be rendered into minced meat. They're burning our money right before our eyes, urinating down our backs while oh, telling us it's raining, while people at home can't mm-hmm. afford to heat their homes and the English Channel is no obstacle but a bridge. Thousands of people are on the move in our direction. Many from those countries we've been busy dropping bombs on for decades. Many of those incomers of unknown identity and intent. I'm all for efforts to defend our country. But in many ways, that effort is like the maintenance of a house. Before adding to it, contemplating extensions and better Wi-Fi, the job starts with making the structure wind and watertight. And for years, our house has leaked like the proverbial sieve. Now one of our most senior soldiers says we need more soldiers when we don't even look after those we have. Our government has no respect for veterans, that's true here and in the United States of America. Newcomers to the UK are housed in four star hotels and many of them in accommodation built for our fighting men and women, while countless numbers of our veterans, many struggling with all the consequences of military service, wounds, physical and mental. PTSD are homeless and ignored on the streets they gave so much to defend. Across the pond, the southern border is non-existent. Millions are bust into states already groaning under the weight of new arrivals. Whole new towns are being built to house them. The Democrats say it's democracy itself that's on the ballot in the United States, but much like the democracy we're all supposedly fighting for in Ukraine, Back home, those Democrats are doing their very best to strike their strongest opponent off the ballot altogether, if not to throw him in jail. Try explaining that kind of democracy to the 70-odd million Americans who voted for Donald J. Trump last time and those who've already given him their landslide backing in Iowa and New Hampshire. But with Trump having already won primaries there, what on earth will his opponents do next? Here's the thing. Ours is now a land led by those with no respect for place, for the past, quite the opposite. They've no respect or concern for life either, anti-human as their agenda plainly is. It's all blatantly displayed in the lessons taught to our children. It's there in the shaming disregard for the well-being of those who have already stood up to don the uniform and fight for country. Back to where I began. I don't believe for a minute our leaders have conscription in mind, not yet at least. But I firmly believe the objective is to keep the population on edge, constantly anxious about what's coming next. It's plain to see they've arrived at what they think is a winning formula. Fear of disease, engineered shortage of money, deliberate shortage of reliable, affordable energy, existential fear of the end of the world and wars without end. The antidote to the fear is knowledge. Know that the key players in a world of technology they control, of censorship of dissent, of control of our money, energy and food. It's all and only about wealth and the power wealth confers. And the most lucrative game any of them can think of is war. The only war worth fighting now is the war we must all fight against the fear and those who sell it.
1: Oh, that's so good. That is so good. Fight against the fear and those who sell it. So, we have this other clip from him, um, which is still talking about fear. This time a little bit different. I'm gonna go ahead and play this. Another from Neil. Hopefully, it's not the same. I don't think it is. Okay. Shouldn't be.
10: Maybe. There are tons of CO2 that don't matter because they're rich and above the law, carrying self-anointed world leaders and CEOs, mostly travelling solo, one private jet each, high above the common herd and oblivious to our cares. It's a fitting image, hypocrisy with wings, do as I say and not as I do, them up there and us down here. Like self-styled gods, inhabitants of a new Olympus built for Black Rock, Raytheon, Google and the like, Mm. they're lethally curious about what we get up to, but utterly casual in their approach to our lives, indeed whether or not we have lives, we're being dictated to having our futures planned for us without our consent by a protected parasite class that regards the mass of the world's population with out and out contempt, dots on spreadsheets, Beware of false prophets, for they shall make money in our name. Where before there might have been a pretense that our opinions mattered, that the (laughs) will of the people was sovereign, now we are shown that the powerful will do as they please, while we pay for it and keep our mouths shut. The powerful declare never-ending wars, hand vast sums of our money, our money, to others of their kind to do with as they please. They tax us only to impoverish us malign ghosts of the past. Ex-Prime Minister Tony Blair and the like plot with ghouls of the present in the World Economic Forum and elsewhere to watch us around the clock and so have the final say on everything we do and for all time as it turns out. Last week both Prime Minister Rishi Sunak and Defence Secretary Grant Sharps spoke about how Britain was committed to supporting Ukraine in its war against Russia for a hundred years or more. Oh do you think so lads? Did you get that? A hundred years or more of having our pockets picked by the state and the cash invested in the military industrial complex, Mm. on and on, into the lifetimes of our great-great-grandchildren and beyond, without so much as a by-your-leave. Since when did prime ministers, especially unelected and unwanted prime ministers of no demonstrable ability, Entitle themselves to committing tax citizens of the future, people as yet unborn, to the enabling of corrupt and spurious enterprises that might as well be promised to last forever. As I say, they regard us with utter contempt and no longer even bother to conceal the fact. We've apparently arrived at the point in time where those we did not vote for simply decide among themselves what forever will look like and then get about the business of making it so at our expense. And don't for a moment think the so-called opposition would do any different. A change of government means no change at all. Mm. Those self-appointed overlords feel no more obliged to seek our permission than to seek the go-ahead of the cattle in the fields or the stray dogs in the street. Human life has got that cheap. They give away our money for the slaughter of generations of people we will never know. Mm. The parasite class and the puppets care for us not a jot, but they fear us. We've learned by now that we're supposed to welcome a zero trust society in which we are presumed guilty of something or other until able to prove otherwise were mm. to be imprisoned in a cage made by made possible by digital IDs that together with round the clock surveillance enabled by the sort of tech Rishi Sunak's billionaire father-in-law provides, the keeping of social credit scores and the programming of central bank digital currencies that will place the submissive and the unwitting into one big world enclosing rabbit hutch. Many will have heard of the Panopticon, the prison architecture designed by 18th century English philosopher Jeremy Bentham that leaves inmates no option but to assume they're being watched at all times by guards they can't see. George Orwell had the Panopticon in mind when he wrote in 1984 of an entire world turned into one dystopian hellscape of surveillance and its attendant paranoia, There was, of course, no way of knowing whether you were being watched at any given moment. You had to live in the assumption that every sound you made was overheard, and except in darkness, every movement scrutinised. Less well-known, perhaps, is that before finishing his design for the ultimate prison, Bentham travelled aboard a slave ship, so that slavery has always been in the deepest foundations of totalitarian dreams of keeping watch over untrustworthy humankind. In an increasingly frenzied bid to have us look the other way, the would-be dictators are throwing everything they've got at us. Disease X is among their latest fear porn, anonymous this time, a to whom it may concern virus. And also more mRNA, that gift that keeps on giving, ready to be injected into livestock and the rest of our food so there can be no avoiding it. And bombs dropped on Yemen, one of the poorest countries in the world under attack from US and UK-backed Saudi Arabia for nearly a decade. Hundreds of thousands of civilians are dead there by war, disease and starvation. Are we all to be herded like cattle? And towards what exactly? Towards the end times? Certainly feels like it. Which is to be the final straw? Where is the tipping point that will have enough of us cry enough? When the warmongers launch World War III War with Iran, which has had the hawks of Washington salivating for yet more decades. Or will it be open war with Russia, with China? Forever wars, always confidently predicted, in the same way another pandemic is apparently a dead cert. A person must wonder where all that certainty comes from. It's insane. They're insane. And we in turn must be mad if we continue to listen to them. Mm. Even the weather's against them, exposing more of their nonsense. Northern Europe shivered in a biting cold the climate alarmists didn't dare contemplate. It takes enough effort as it is to hoax the entire world about global boiling without the challenge of persuading the billions to look away from claims by some that the ice in the Arctic Sea is at its greatest extent in 21 years. And when the only record temperatures in prospect are those colder than a well digger's ass. Fortunately, there are plenty of newspapers filled with desperate declarations that the cold doesn't matter. Pay no attention to the snow and ice. The planet is still about to spontaneously combust as soon as it thaws out. The deepest cold snap for years doesn't mean anything. Newspapers that are fit only for lighting cosy fires with. Is the truth now only what those with the most money say it is? Now, more than ever, we must be on guard because what's at stake is life itself. Among us now, riding shotgun with the rest of those committed to the anti-human agenda are the transhumanists. For them, humankind itself has come to the end of the road, or at least to a fork in the road. Down one path lies the continuation of the species that's the greatest miracle we know of in the universe. Us. Fragile, right enough, as all miracles are. As others have pointed out, we have neither claws nor fangs, naked of fur or fleece, hearts and lungs cradled only by elegant baskets of ribs, but blessed beneath thin caps of bone with brains that comprehend time itself.
1: So it overlapped. All right. Right. No, it overlapped. All right. All right. I've got the next one. All right. So we have Italian farmers are joining the Europe wide protest against governments who've ignored and undermined the farming industry. Farmers have had enough of seeing their livelihoods put at risk. So we've got some Italian trucks taking It's like tractors. everybody wants to get in on it and I'm and I'm okay with it. To it you kind of you really really feel it but like but just even seeing it mm-hmm. if there's just something really really powerful I think you know because most of the time most people live in some sort of city right mm-hmm. and so they're not actually in touch with their farmers a lot mm-hmm. of people don't see farm machinery very often mm-hmm. and so when you see that there's enough of them to gather together to make such a bold statement around the world mm-hmm. I, it's it's I, it's it makes me emotional. It does. And I think that it's gathering around one of those places where we all can kind of like normal human beings can agree. Mm. Um, oh, my gosh. Everybody it, can agree on food. Everybody can agree on food. That we need to eat it and we mm. need people to grow it and we need to grow mm-hmm. it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, while Leah's pulling up that next one, I want to just take a little kind of commercial break to remind you guys. Oh, we still haven't changed this flyer. I need to change the year. I need to change on it. Um, This coming February 10th, we are going to be in Oxford, Indiana with Mm -hmm. our friends uh, Tag and Becky Morris. They have opened up their home to just do Revival. Whatever mm-hmm. that looks like, however it's gonna unfold, it's gonna be what it's gonna be. But I can promise you this: mm-hmm. the power of God is going to fall. Mm-hmm. And if you need a touch from God, if you need a move from God, and if you were watching last night with uh Scott and Leah and I praying for this Take Our Border Back convoy, getting words from God, talking about what's coming down the line, and you're like, I don't feel ready enough to spiritually handle this. And I'm and you wanna level up. Mm. We want you guys to join us, so you can go to resistancechicks.com. You can click on the banner in the upper right-hand corner for the Dan Patch Revival. I've also put on here um, on because this will take you to our show and event calendar. All the shows that we do, even if we're doing specials, I usually put those on the calendar. So here's the details for the Dan Patch Revival um, right there. But then underneath of that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be adding a second event on here very very soon. Underneath of that, I have put Old School Survival Boot Camp. Everything is, is available for you guys to click on these links. Go to Old School Survival Boot Camp, May 17th through the 19th, 2024. Use promo code RCHICKS. That will save you 30% or 35%, 30 or 35% wow. on your three-day pass. RCHICKS. Wow. So all of that is right there on the show and event calendar on resistancechicks.com. And then we are going to be doing an event Amazing with Pastor Devenise that you're going to be registering for. That's not I can't put it up just yet because I don't think all the details are quite ready. But you can look for that. I think is it going to be March, February 24th, oh, February 24th, February 24th. So literally exactly two weeks after the Dan Patch revival, we're going to be we're talking about homesteading. Yeah. So February is going to be jam packed. So you got uh, February 3rd is the uh, convoy. Uh, then the next week is in and, the the vigil for, um, and the vigil for and the vigil for. East Palestine that they're doing um, from the video that we did this past week with Elizabeth Mm Retray, Karen Johnson, Christine Taylor, Kevin Taylor, talking about the kind of update on that whole saga, Mm -hmm. the development of them fighting Ross Environmental in um, Lorain County, Mm -hmm. Ohio, which received the East Palestine waste and now has exposed the fact that why are we even here? Why are we doing this? Why are we living a life where you need to incinerate this stuff? What is the crony operating stuff that's going on in all of this. It reminds me of Flint, Michigan, all over again. It's happening all over the United States, but it's happening here in Ohio, and we now know about it because of East Palestine. February 3rd just so happens to be the anniversary of the East Palestine train derailment. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be hosting a vigil, Mm -hmm. and then Robert and Jamie AG and Banners for Freedom and the Take Our Border Back convoy is also going to be doing an event on the 3rd. It's jam-packed. Absolutely. Jam-packed. Yeah, I was going to have you keep talking while I brought up the. Video. I'm like, Michelle, <laughs> keep, keep going. What's the problem? Where are you going? What are you doing? But no, seriously, we want you guys to come. And then also I want to I want you to be putting on your calendar, and I'm going to be getting this together very, very soon. Um, April 8th. April 8th this year, we're going to be doing an event with Scott Kesterson oh, yeah. and Harvest Revival Center We aren't doing the event. God's doing the event. We're just going to gather you guys together Mm -hmm. for the second. It's actually the third total solar eclipse going across the United States Mm -hmm. that makes a giant X Mm -hmm. over the United States bookends essentially the last seven years kind of from Donald Trump to Donald Trump is the way Mm -hmm. I want to word it is what it feels like. But COVID is smack dab in the middle of that. And we are going to see tyranny, I believe overturned. One of the words that the Lord's been giving me is that there's an hourglass that's turned, mm-hmm. is going to turn. And I believe that it's going to turn on April 8th. So I want you guys to be putting these types of things on your calendar. Pray about coming. If the Lord um, opens up a, a door for you guys to be able to come to Ohio or come to Indiana, we want to see you guys there. Yeah. And um, also this coming Wednesday, while I'm giving you guys your, your you've got your calendar book out, Audrey, um, what is her last name? Warner mm-hmm. is going to be coming on Revelation. Red pill. It's going to be a phenomenal program. Very, very excited weaves it. Weaves right in with what's happening in Texas right now. Yes. So and she's in what, Texas. Yeah. Is this what he wanted me to play? The, the I mine don't know. Here? I don't know. You said which. What did he say? Which video? The last he video? He just said the last video. OK, this is the last video.
9: Britain's first large scale mine in decades by Anglo-American. This high-tech supermine, once completed, will be the largest and highest-grade polyhalite mine in the world. Poly-ali- That's because a polyhalite seam with such high purity and in a location that allows processing and shipping to be viable has only been discovered in the UK. Hmm. A rare commodity that only Britain possesses, and thanks to this mine could see that £100 billion flows into the UK economy over the next 50 years. Mm. Before we get into the mine, it's important to first briefly talk about what polyhalite is, because it's the new kid on the block in the fertiliser world. Polyhalite is a type of potash which some experts claim to be the Rolls Royce of potash. Potash is a potassium-rich salt-based mineral which is commonly used as fertiliser all over the world. The unique advantage of polyhalite over other common forms of potash is that it contains four out of the six key essential nutrients that all plant life needs to grow. Hmm. These key nutrients are potassium, magnesium, calcium and sulphur. Mm. Under the brand name Poly4, Anglo-American will be looking to market it as a multi-nutrient, low-chloride, ultra-low-carbon fertiliser, certified for organic use that can increase crop Mm. yields as well as improve and protect soil conditions. When compared to the two most commonly used potassium fertilisers, Poly4 produces 93% less CO2 than Mm. sulphate of potash and 85% less than muriate of potash. I will provide links in the description for those who would like to learn more about Poly 4, as it's too big a topic for me to cover fully in this video. Located in, or should I say under, the North York Moors National Park in Yorkshire, England, Mm. two miles south of the town Whitby. Okay,
1: Okay, so I guess Barry is wanting us to see that there is this alternative fertilizer that's Mm -hmm. organic, I'm guessing non-chemical, it's natural, Um, He says potash. We used to say potash, but Mm -hmm. either way, I think it's the same thing. Um, It's a huge, it's a huge mine. It's absolutely huge. So they're, they're just mining this all natural thing. It Mm -hmm. unfortunately, it looks kind of unnatural in those Mm -hmm. little, you know, dots, ice cream Mm -hmm. looking (laughs) Mm -hmm. little pellets there. Yeah. But um, that's neat. That's really cool. That's really, really cool. Thank you for sharing that. You know, well, you don't, I didn't know this when we started farming. Wrong window. When we started farming, we were using, to the right there, regular chemical fertilizers Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um, like 10, 10, 10, Mm -hmm. right? We would go to the store and we would literally buy it and we would use it and we didn't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that when you use these, those, those types of chemical fertilizers, mm-hmm. you are literally stripping nutrients mm-hmm. from the soil. Mm-hmm. And so not only does your soil then become addicted to it, I wouldn't even say addicted is the right word. It's like, it's, com- it's so dependent on it because mm-hmm. now there's literally no nutrients left in that soil. Mm-hmm to grow another plant. So then you have to bring back in these Mm petroleum-based fertilizers and your soil is consistently, I can take it over from here, your soil is consistently needing the Mm 10-10-10. Now what we've been able to do, and we started before we even had our own animals, we started by getting bringing in horse manure Mm -hmm. to amend the soil, to bring nutrients back into our soil instead Mm -hmm. of being reliant on the 10-10-10 the and the fertilizers mm-hmm. and and all of that, then we started keeping our own animals and now we don't have to bring in any extra fertilizer at all. You can compost, but compost in and of itself with your, your, your kitchen scraps is going to take you forever ever Mm -hmm. to amend your soil the fastest way to amend your soil Mm -hmm. and to bring nutrients back into your soil is going to be manure by like bar none so if you don't have your own animals the very best the next best thing that you can do is find somebody that has horses and get manure from them yeah uh matt wanted me to share this he said uh there's a guy he follows in uh great britain and and he's a he's a sheep farmer and uh, a lot of people give him a hard time and think that they are abusing the dogs and making them work
8: these dogs to go to work or we're exploiting them by making them go to work so here's what i'm going to do okay kate here's what's going to happen in a minute i'm going to head off to work i'm going to open the door and it's up to you you've got a choice to make you can either come to work with me or you can stay here and do whatever you want to do okay (laughs) <laughs> okay, lie down. Are you sure you want to go to work? Are you sure? <laughs> so quite a few people think we force you st-
1: that was really enjoyable. Yeah, actually. Okay, I really so like I have that. one last video. This is a short one. Um, as you know, Michelle and I and and no, Matt you're not gonna do that and to Mom, us. Uh, this we have our our literal favorite program in the entire world it's is true. Uh, Country Life Vlog. It's I hate in this Azerbaijan. Show. I really hate it. And this woman makes stuff, and her husband make they make food, and they and they always do they some live sort of life. food product. But you're seeing life, and like the. So we're gonna play one because um, I want to because I, world news. This is this is important. We're talking about farming, and and how we need to get back to uh, natural foods. So this play the one whole is, thing. What well, we're just gonna play and see what happens. <laughs> uh, we can probably skip along the way. Okay, okay so most expensive apples in Azerbaijan. Now there's looks like there are no chemicals on these things. They got black spots on them. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's rewind see. It so they can see the apples you're talking about because I think we got a little bit far ahead there. It might just be the screen. I don't know if they're see. Okay. there is. Okay, they are. So, so they, they cook with the fire in the Shadag Mountains. And the cats are everywhere, and the kids get to play with the cats. And I want cats everywhere is what I want. I want cats everywhere mm-hmm. in the house. Oh my gosh, there's somebody fire. crocheted. Her. Made, oh, oh my gosh God. this is the most spoiled cat L- on the look planet at
2: this oh
1: my goodness so and they have these beautiful buildings that they've built as they've gotten money from their show <laughs> how many millions they have 6.1 million subscribers last time list. i checked it was four it's like it's growing like we're all addicted to these people what are we going to do if this doesn't if they stop airing the show i want to live it comes here comes the cat, cat. So they, but we watched them build this pantry. I would call it a larder,
2: but yeah, it is a pantry. So
1: these are golden amad apple. Clearly no pesticides. Fungicides. Or fungicides on those herbicides. apples. Fungicides. Yeah. Fermented garlic and whole cloves. Beautiful. That must make her so happy to go in there. Like, I bet like her heart sings inside when she goes, What oh, in the stinking world? That is their greenhouse, you I guys. Know. They keep a fire and they're going and they can keep flowers all year long. It's amazing. Yet, all year long. What is She's she? She's having thing? a really serious conversation.
2: She's
1: <laughs> playing with these animals and serious. It's that looks like a door. <laughs> That's loud, bro. turn it down. So what is he doing? He's getting the snow off of the trees. But what for? Like, you're not... like well, what he's, is No, he's, he's chopping. He's, he's harvesting something. Like what is that, Are those, I don't know. Is it a persimmon? I don't even know what they look like because we don't have them anymore. You should know. She's always coming out of here and chopping wood. She is always getting her own wood to chop. Just here she go. Ready? Um, boom. And the axe just stays there. I don't know that that's true that it stays there, but for the camera shot, it's always ready. Yeah, she gets, like, little slivers. And the cat, cho- like, follows her everywhere. She chops the way I chop. So they live the longest, by the way. Oh, my gosh. They totally do. She didn't even, like, she doesn't even stop to take a swing. She's just, she's going for it. Mm-hmm. And I felt that, that she just chopped that thing sideways. Did you see how she just, look at how she's doing this. Oh, my gosh. So what they don't show you they, is, like, the chainsaw, the chop, that wood? Yeah, but. I But that's Okay. She's banging the snow off of it. Look at how she works. Now, I find it really funny, given, like, you know, this idea of, of male and female roles, even that we depict on our show. She goes out and chops her wood. But that's little wood. It's not like the cooking. But she's she's going to start her little fire.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? She's going to get it going. She keeps her matches there, which drives me crazy that she keeps those matches there, because I'm like, they're going to get rained on. Oh, no paper in there. Nope, did, that one didn't go. The one again. Oh wait, she's just gonna set it in there and it's gonna light. It's gonna light. She's gotta have something in there. I yeah. she did. I mm-hmm. bet she had paper in there and you didn't see it. I love this uh, wood stove. That it's they have. beautiful. It's, okay, so look at the gate. It has wood all stacked like around this like wood. arched. Mm-hmm place there. so cool what are those? does anybody in the chat let me pull up the chat does anybody know what the heck it is that he's got in here hmm so with the Brit says we've got lots of manure in Wiltshire piles of it
2: mm-hmm
1: <laughs> Chris says how old does the manure need to be to not spread parasites that's an excellent question two to three years no depending. no no oh, wait, that hang long. On. We got, it, it doesn't here. need to be that long um no, like, okay, what I meant was, if you have active parasites that you know of... It, if it, it depends on the heat of it. Yeah, if you heat it up, you can kill them. So, it depends on the <gasps> Look at her kitchen. It did not start out like this. Six About a year uh, is what we do for our, the pig manure. And rose you wanna hips, make sure maybe? And that it's all... Is it a, that's a good guess. No, those weren't rose Okay. Those weren't on a tree. She doesn't measure anything. That's a giant scoop, by the way. Wheat flour, they, so that means it's brown. She has this, it is very... And these, like, enamel bowls that she uses. She's, just, oh, she's sifting this flour. She doesn't normally do that, does she? She does sometimes when she's making something special. Oh, because it's going to be like, like a, a pastry, high. yeah. So what happened is he's decorating he's with them. He's just decorating. Oh, my gosh. This guy, like, I don't know. I think it's because... The jobs that he he does are done by the time they start doing filming or whatever. Because it sure as heck looks like this dude doesn't do a whole lot. He makes tea and he decorates. But he obviously does a lot. Oh my gosh. He makes tea a lot. Is it cranberry, Stewart the Brit wants to know. Barry says, it looked like rose hips. But it was a bush, it came from a tree. And then she's got this giant pot I think that's butter. I love all of the enamelware. I'm gonna melt the butter. See, she's got this stove top, right? That like we would like we'd lighten our gas stove. You guys would be doing your electric, and she's got it on top of like. And all of her pots and pans, ours are stainless steel, and hers are enamel. Enamel. That's. Nice. So that's nope. He did. He did milk. A good amount. And we? yes, Sherry, they are very colorful pots, and everything about this show is happy. And then there's always the crow that they invite in to mess around with the food. If they have a pet crow. Mm-hmm. They have actually like two or three of them, by the way. And she will feed the crows. Well, that's like three giant things. So that's a lot of yeast, too. So she's making something big, because that's like a half a cup of yeast. Oh my gosh. Is that sugar? Mm-hmm. Sugar. That's a lot. So this is a lot. She thought that was like. Okay. Again, you pointed this out the other day that because she's using yeast, mm-hmm. she, when it comes to her pastries, like she's making bread based pastries instead mm-hmm. of like pie crust based mm-hmm. pastries, which I find really, really interesting. Like this woman uses yeast. They do bread. Like gonna everything make tea is again. bread. This guy. Yep. Here she's we go. He's making the tea. And look at these cool, like, okay, you got a bucket. They have amended this bucket. To make, uh, to do fire. They do all the cooking outside because they're cooking with fires all the time, right? Yeah. And you don't want to, so like if he's, if you have a bucket of fire, you don't want to do that inside. Yeah. But why he doesn't like just go put the pot on her stove for the tea? It's already going. It's weird. He wants to make his own pot of tea in his own fire. I know. It's my fire. It's my tea. And whoever's filming, like getting these like perfect shots. What kind of bird is that? Is that corn? It looks like bird feed. See how they got the cord around the entryway, like the corded wood. Mm-hmm. Oh There's my gosh! So many where are, apples. the apples are just like everywhere. They 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 put apples everywhere. They for this shot. But where did they get all the apples? Well, obviously they've been storing they them since the fall. Maybe they. Okay, Here's this melted butter. That's so Ooh. much melted butter. It looks like. I'm so surprised. Like I've never even seen a recipe quite you like this. You don't actually. She's get, just doing a handful of salt. She's not even measuring. You don't get measurements. Vanilla, Vanilla powder. What is that? We're doing, Again, we're doing everything wrong in this world. Hey, so how many eggs are we going to do here as much as she's making? It looks like, I would say it was like a quadruple of a normal recipe. Of whatever it's going to be. Yeah. Only three I need eggs? Three eggs, though. What is even happening right now? That's a lot of liquid. So there's gonna be a lot of flour in this. Here we go. I love these okay. big giant enamels. Okay. So the liquids going into the flour. But she didn't put it all in there. Oh yeah, there she did. Okay, she's kind of mixed. She mixed so it she a little does, bit. She does. <laughs> weighing. There's this is no gonna be measuring. so liquidy. be a lot the of flour. U.S. solar man? company's
3: nasty little secret? Sorry, guys. It turns out if you live in Ohio, nobody cares they have about to you. Get-
1: There's our Hobbit house. It's the cutest. It actually has a real door, but it's like painted with a little circle. I wonder what he's doing. Is he just clearing things out or is he. Yeah, but it's like really cool looking. And how cold is it that those things are frozen? So he's making his own tea up at the Hobbit house. He's not even with Mm -hmm. her right now. Right. I want you guys to understand something. We're sharing our experience with you because this is literally how we watch the programs. We are talking. To this show and to each other about the show the whole time I know we she's watch it. gonna do with the lemons? And when no one is, no one else is in the room, I'm still talking out loud to the show. They have a refrigerator in there, just a little one. Wait, what are we doing? Oh, oh, okay. She's got this new um, granite granite countertop. Ta- oh, countertop. I bet she loves it. But she never tells you that she loves it because she doesn't ever speak mm-hmm. on the show. This is a way different dough than she usually makes, but mm. I love it. Like, I'm excited to see how different it is with all that butter and the, the three eggs. The shots, so she added the vanilla do. powder. Yeah. What? And I want to, like, order vanilla powder right now. I need it, I need it in my life. Well, what did you just make? We just, we just put some vanilla beans and um, rum. some rum. In the rum. Vegetable oil? Interesting. She uses olive oil and vegetable oil. Okay, so we're we're gonna put our big giant lump of dough, Leah, in there. We're gonna. She's got these new little quilt covers, which are really really nice. She's got multiple layers of those. She's gonna put it close, probably close to the heat, to get mm-hmm. it to rise. So yeah, Sherry says they have come a long way from their first videos. Kind of like Leah and Michelle. Actually, if you go back to our they very are way first farther year. than we have ever been. Leah, I'm just saying. Janie K says, "I knew about vanilla powder. Michelle, you and Leah need to come to Cynthia, Ohio, near Bainbridge, Route 41, to Mennonite store. They have all of this stuff." Oh, that's where we go. We that's where we go. We go there. We go there. It's called JRs. We need to make a trip there. We aren't going to make a trip there. And now look for the vanilla powder. Chris so, says it always tastes better when you cook it your, for so yourself. So they dehydrate all their flowers, and they know which ones make the best tea, I guess. Because he's always making this tea. And it's tea. a ton of flowers in there; like they don't skimp on it. It's not yeah. a tea bag worth. You know what I mean? Oh, it's so much more than that, which means it's probably really, really flavorful and really good for you. And then he always like kind of puts it on top to keep it warm.
2: Yeah. And the ducks. Are, There's here. Just the duck and the crow. What's up? What's up?
1: See you later. I'm coming. Oh, I don't want to play with you. Leave me be. Riposta says, "When I was taught to cook, I was taught the old-fashioned way. Basically, I never measure any ingredients either. I just throw it all in a pot and mix it. I've never mucked up a recipe either. I agree with cooking. Okay, that's baking, how I cook. But baking, but is, baking kind of is very silly. scientific. So when she's using these unmeasured amounts of salt and yeast and mm. flour, I'm flabbergasted by this mm-hmm. because." You can you can not have a good rise on your. Yeah. You might end up like with a flop. I'm gonna fast forward just a little bit here. He's oh, having he's his got his tea, tea with, with his, his little Jack Russell dog there. Have his tea. Oh, okay. she's diced up all the apples. Okay, we've diced them. Okay. Now what's gonna happen? <gasps> she's gonna cook them first. We're cooking them, probably in butter. I bet she cooked it in butter. hmm Oh yeah. You can hear them sizzle. I've never thought about cooking them, like, just straight up, like, kind of sautéing them. Oh, so, there's what's brown in sugar there? and cinnamon in there. Get out of town. Oh, here comes the lemons. Oh, boy. Okay, keep them from browning. Yeah, got you. I mean, we're not
2: going to keep oh. them from browning,
1: but yeah. But that's what you... I mean, no, 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 I mean, keep them from going bad browning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. But when you cook them, they're going to brown. Brown kind of brown. Like, oxidation brown. We're playing in, in in the greenhouse, in the heated with greenhouse these, with the flowers. With the cat, in the cat, though. In the middle of winter, with yeah, snow right. outside. Because it's warm in there because they're heating it. Mm-hmm. And then look at the bird house, like there. It's really cute. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's, oh, 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 oh don't skip, oh, wait, okay. skip the I ad. You can't skip how I'm she like makes whatever she's bio-freeze. about okay. to make. Provides fast yeah. acting relief. I got to see this. Okay, here we go. I'm ready. Because you're not overcooking these. Mm-hmm. You know, that was just a little bit to get them kind of soft. Right on the granite countertop. Yeah, because you can. Nothing underneath. I did. I, I. Oh, did Lordy. Whoa. There it is. Oop, there it is. Oh! oh, that's a thing of beauty. Oh my god, It is gorgeous. <gasps> Look how it slices! Uh, it's like heaven. It it's is literally heaven. Oh. oh, we're gonna make little pockets. We're gonna make little apple, apple pockets. We're making them for an army. Oh. She. What I love about what I she does. I can't figure out where, who, how, who are all these people? She is feeding. She always does it for like five hundred people. At See how least she makes I'm, these so fast. Watch in a minute. She's gonna do these. I guarantee you, she'll do them double fisted, two at a time. Oh, now these oh. are going to rise again. I've never seen these branches.
5: Interesting.
1: Are they going to rise again? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, she's taking the corn off, putting it in a little fake, fake little bucket. Look at that, like, whatever fur thing is she's sitting on. The crow's like, I'm coming in. I know what's in here. This is the larder. He wants to go in. He's going in. And they keep shooting back to shots of the apples. Mm-hmm. See, this is, see, I told you she'd do a double fist. Did I tell you? I've seen her do this. She's am- amazing what she's doing here. Leah's like a- 50 there. Oh, like, my gosh. What is she? I, I, there's gotta, she's got to feed the village. It's all I can think. Right? Lea, but then she always puts a big giant bowl in front why, of her here's husband. The thing, only here's, two of them. here's the thing. Whatever she's doing with this raised dough type deal, yeah, it's, you're it's not doing in our life. Why? I don't don't know. Why aren't you doing it? Why can't you just watch what she's doing? Oh, she's just pulled from the other side and just figure it out and just do it. Leah's our baker, by the way. You know, I I do a lot of the cooking, but Leah does our baking. So she just let them rest for a little bit. They didn't seem to double in size or anything. Okay, but. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. Now, remember vanilla powder in this dough, so it's gonna, it's gonna offer a nice little flavor. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a pretty big scoop. She doesn't have enough apples for all that dough she just made. She's gonna have to do another batch of the apples.
2: Yeah, it's me.
1: Now, keep in mind, she started that fire outside, so I can guarantee you she's gonna put it on this big giant thing, because I've seen her do it, it's like this big around, and she's gonna carry these puppies out there. The timing of everything. It's gotta be just right. Because uh, I know me. Like, I'm trying to start a fire. This is like a little taco? It's like a little apple taco. Um, Pierogi. It's like a little apple pierogi. Mm-hmm. My fire's going to go out. My oven's not going to be hot anymore. I know. She kind of pats it. Oh, she turned it upside down. <gasps> the seam down. Seam down. She's kind of patting it. Okay. They look like little boats. They do look like little boats. Apple boats. This is this is bread. Bread. Mm -hmm. right and there's a lot of yeast so it's like an apple bread pocket Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay so parchment paper lined you know sherry that's a really good point she says maybe she sells some in town Mm -hmm. but some of the other things that she makes is like food food it's like hot i can't imagine her like you know i don't know maybe it's a good point though look at this crow just i'm gonna get this little piece out of this wood right here for no reason and she always makes it look so pretty. She does. She's
2: got now, Is she going to,
1: do you think she's going to, how did she get all that done? She's going to have a team of people helping her. It's, what is this? That's, its It's got to be. I know. So it's just, much work. But it looks fun. She didn't have enough apples. I want, I okay, want. so here's the oh, egg know, wash. This has the yolk in it. Leah. You, yeah, she's going to, and the egg. Apple turnovers. Is it an apple turnover That's if it's it, bread, though? Yeah, I guess so. It must be. Good point, Chris. So, Barry says she's stolen the Cornish pasty recipe. Hmm. So, we're putting them in the- And yes, for if you're wanting the channel, it's called the Country Life Vlog, V-L-O-G. And then she puts it in this giant But she fire. can't fit them all in there, though. That was just one. Where, how well, she long- she put a couple in there. You're kidding. Oh. Maybe he barters with the neighbors. Maybe. <gasps> oh. Leah, now and you skip it, right to a, to a Reese's, a Reese's cup, cup ad. Right? Yeah. I don't want your Reese's cup. Just right Bring it. Oh, they're nice and brown. The fire's to the and she side. She just sits in the oven. And it. the oven's well, on she the, moved other it side. To the side. I have a bunch of bricks in the back. I need a pizza oven or something. Patriot like Gallery was showing me plans for an oven last with, night. With bricks? Yeah, with bricks. And Matt says we can't use our bricks, but, but Patriot Gallery was saying, yes, we can. You just use fire bricks in the middle. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah, you just use fire bursts. Look at these. Look at them. Right. I want it in my mouth. Yeah. They're like
2: perfect.
1: (gasps) And she's showing you the bottom because she's showing you. I didn't didn't burn them. Look how perfect my fire was. It's probably a set in Hollywood and they laugh at the stupid Americans that fall for it. LOL. Says Sherry. She's joking. No, it really is because they—they'll we watch the guy like then hike up to got, the mountains. Yeah. And then they got turkeys. So guess who's doing turkeys this year? A turkey. We're doing two turkeys this year, Leah. We are. We are going to do our first batch of turkeys. Batch as in two. Three, three, what did she just one. pull out of there? Are those just whole apples? That she just cooked in a fire? Yeah, they are. Look at her. Look at them go. I want it. I want it to eat this. Okay, so here's what's going to happen today. I'm going to work down here and get the show uploaded and you're going to be upstairs making these apple pierogi bread things
2: mm.
1: with the egg wash that made them perfectly what? what she's just going to serve these baked apples? Like in the, she didn't even bake them. They were like cooked in a pan, just like whole apples cooked in a pan. Fire. What's happening with this pot? Oh, she's taking these somewhere. You've got a giant pot full of apple goodness and bread. What are you gonna do with that? What's happening with it? I wanna know. I need to know. Oh my gosh. Is she gonna make an apple tea? I guarantee you she's gonna make a little apple tea. What are that, cloves? What is that? What is what's going in there? It's a lot though, whatever it is. It's, they're called apple buns on the title. She's just making herself a call. I don't think that was close though. That was just something else. Hot apple cider. Hmm. hmm. It's perfect. Everything is perfect. And then she serves her husband this giant plate like they're gonna eat all those. I can guarantee you that these camera guys have the greatest job on planet earth. Place testers. She, show, she She always, always bounces shows it and shows it to you. So here she goes. She's going to lift it. <gasps> oh my gosh. And then at the end of every episode, they sit down and they eat. And we love it. And everybody loves it. Woo! And it's the greatest thing on planet Earth. Yeah. That's what we did today. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but Leah... Why aren't you making me apple buns? I have made buns. Not like that. I mean I had, my last buns were really good. So Barry's like, is she are these people Greek? Because a friend of yours is Greek and they cook like this, so that they're apples. They're not Greek. They live in the Caucasus Mountains in Azerbaijan. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that they're close to um Russian. Russian. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, we don't know if these people are Christian or not. They might be Muslim. They might be Muslim. Know. We're not really sure. We don't have any indication that they are. It's just that in that region there are mm-hmm. Muslims, which is making us kind of wonder. It's like a real-life fairy tale. Thank you, Chris. Yes, it is. And when we first started watching this show, and you've heard me say this on our show, I hate this show. I hate it My so much. My mom would sit down, sit down and watch this silent show. And I'm like, they don't talk. And they make me mad because they're living a life that I want to live and I can't because I don't live in the Caucasus Mountains and I'm stuck in America doing shows that I love doing for you is what I mean to say. I enjoy doing this and I'm so glad that we get to come, but I would rather be doing that. So we're going to sign off to get back to life. No, because I'm going to sit down here and upload the show. Okay. Two turkeys to celebrate the harvest. Yes. Farmers Market and Azure That's the good question. That is a very good question. All right. So, um, Leah, mm-hmm. do you have anything else that we need to say or do, or which did we do at all? Okay. All heck is going to break loose at mm-hmm. some point.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We've got the um, back uh, take back our borders convoy. Mm-hmm. Takebackourborder.com Our If you want to, mm-hmm. if you want to go down there, that's happening. Literally, they're going to be. They're leaving tomorrow mm-hmm. from Virginia Beach. Okay. And then traveling south, pray. God has spoken to me that multiple things are going to happen throughout this year. It's going to, and he's been speaking to many of us about how intense 2024 is going to be. If you are still sitting on the dollar in a 401k in retirement, in your savings account, wherever, it's in the wrong place. You have got to get out of the dollar like yesterday. So I want you guys to call ITM Trading and, um, Just, it's a free consultation call. It's totally free. You don't have to commit to anything. Just talk to them and tell them what you have. And I can promise you they will walk you through everything and all of your questions. It's no pressure. They've been in business for 27 years. We've been promoting them for six years without anything in return, just because we were that behind them. Food, shelter, Barterability. They, the wealth shield, will walk you through what all you need to have for upcoming. Not just collapse, but the way that Lynette talks about it is so that you can not just survive it, but thrive you can it. thrive in the middle of it. Okay. Now I get Leah Michelle. I don't have money. I can barely keep food on the table. It's a mindset shift, man. Then it's, get go to the coin store. Junk silver at SD go to the Or or go to your local coin dealer and just say, Hey, can I get like a roll of dimes? Right. Mm-hmm. Can you sell me a roll of silver dimes, dimes. right? And and why? Because it's it's saying, God, we believe that gold and silver are real money. Mm -hmm. We are making a stand against the corrupt Federal Mm -hmm. Reserve. This is what I have. This is what I have to offer of obedience, Mm -hmm. right? That's what I want you to do. But if you do, if you're still sitting on that dollar, call ITM Trading. 1-866-950-7776. And I'm going to play an ad here in a second from ITM Trading. That Patriot Gallery put together. Oh, speaking of Patriot Gallery, she's done some some her of her own her vlogs sh- this week. Her her I, her shows are the only shows I watch. Really, Patriot Gallery's shows are the only shows that mm-hmm. we watch. Okay, but uh, so go to our Rumble channel, click through. Patriot Gallery edits them and she puts them into multiple different um, sections so that you guys can break them down. and They're easier to watch. Mm-hmm. But it's the greatest variety show, in my opinion, on the internet is pa- mm-hmm. our Patriot Gallery shows. But she put together this awesome ad from Lynette that's going to showcase to you what has happened because if you decide to sit on this dollar, what happened to the dollar in the last 100 years is going to happen very, very, very quickly. Again, Mm -hmm. all over again. Okay. We're looking at Venezuela type stuff. There's really no reason whatsoever for you to stay sitting on that dollar. Mm. So, Remember, it's not just a conspiracy theory. We love you. God loves you. God bless. We will see you next time. We're going to see you tomorrow night right here for Kingdom Roundtable. We will be restreaming it always every Monday um, from Resistance Chicks Rumble. And then we'll see you on Wednesday for Audrey Warner. She is our Alfred Kinsey expert That goes more into the Jaron Jackson common law type theme, okay? She's down in Texas, and she is a literal genius trying to get the Seek Circle book republished. We're very excited about that. We cannot wait to have her on Revelation Red Pill episode, I think it's going to be 46, Mm -hmm. is what we're on. So episode 46 with Audrey Warner this Wednesday, and then, of course, every Friday... At TV at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and then the after show on resistancechicks.com, Rumble and Facebook, we bring you this week's latest headline news. Scott Kesterson has just added a new program every Saturday that we're going to start restreaming right here from Resistance Chicks Rumble called The Gospel of Peace. Mm. We, we uh, did his kind of premiere show with him last night praying for Pete and uh the convoy and all of that i encourage you highly encourage you to go back and watch that you will be uplifted and filled with the holy spirit so we'll see you next time we love y'all take care god bless have a wonderful rest of your sunday bye guys
12: talk about the failure of the doll. I'm Lynette Zhang, Chief Market Analyst at ITM Trading, a student, a banker, and a stockbroker. After all, the dollar's been around since you were born. The fact that according to the Federal Reserve, there is only three cents of purchasing power left in the US dollar. The FDIC only has a little more than one penny in reserve for every insured dollar in the FDIC insured banks. The money of the US began to transition away in 1813. Governments and corporations had two key goals. Number one, governments wanted to be able to tax the public invisibly and without legislation. Number two, corporations wanted to pay employees less, but they had to do it invisibly. Building inflation into the currency accomplishes both those goals. 20th of an ounce of gold coin, which is about half the size of my pinky fingernail, or this one ounce silver, or a dollar bill. All of them at that time would buy 11 loaves of bread. Either be a dollar, maybe it buys a quarter of a loaf. The silver dollar still buys you 11 loaves of bread. The one dollar gold coin buys you, the last time I checked, about 135 loaves of bread.